I always wait for a brownout now, but okay, we got through it. Hello, viewer. Today is it is a Sunday, June the eleventh, twenty twenty-three. I am Mr. Brown, and I trust you are all doing very well today. Very warm in Blighty, Scotchio. On this evening stream backslash podcast, we are discussing the goings-on in the entertainment and on the social media. But before we begin, you can find us here on the YouTube, or if you prefer your entertainment in the podcast form, we are also on the Spotify. The links are in the description. So... If you've not shut down for the evening, as I always say, lots to get through. Shall we get the guests out? You know it. Let's do it. Of course we should. So, first up, he is the backbone of Sunday nights. And as I always say, you know I genuinely love this guy. It is the fantastic Matt Cat or Listening Linda from now on. Uh, what's up, nerds? Listen. Listen. What's up, nerds? <laughs> How are you, Mr. Brown? I'm okay. A little bit warm. How oh, are right you? on. I'm I'm doing uh, all right. It's uh it's uh rainy here where I'm at, so it's been a really kind of just like a whatever kind of day. I think it's been in the 80, 80s in Blighty today. Oh, right on. I prefer British, the 80s. We moan about it. Yeah, I can't stand rain, so I prefer I prefer the 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 heat over rain. You like it hot? Yeah, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> As a channel going, buddy. <coughs> uh, I think it's going pretty good. You know, you know, slowly but surely. Are you but, sure about that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Still I mean, still Wednesday. Yes, it's a marathon, not a sprint. What uh, what amazing content have you got upcoming? Well, I'm going to do a Transformers review to tomorrow and, uh, you know, just whatever uh, little in little news pops up, all nerd news and everything. Have you ever thought about live streaming? Yeah, but you I mean, do. Give it a blast. I will see. I don't know. I feel like I would just mess it up. Uh, me and technology. Well, that's don't... me every time, but we somehow we muddle <laughs> through. All right, you've convinced me. I'll give it a go. Yeah, get some <laughs> So everything good, my friend. Everything shall we, is uh, good. Should we get the next body yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, do it. Okay, let me consult my script. Next, we see the good inside our next guest. He may sound a little bit different. It's the dark Sith Lord Jord. Good Hello evening. There. Hello. Hello, dude. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. How are you? Not too bad. How's your channel going, my friend? Uh, I think it's going all right. I I haven't checked today. Um, but yeah, busy, busy, busy. I have a new microphone and a new interface, which is why I'm sounding different. And I'm still pressing yes, buttons to see fantastic. what it does. Um, so it's not actually set up. So I'm going to sound like this until I figure out how the hell it's supposed to work. Well, it sounds okay, but not to your usual standard my friend tv I'm wondering problem, whether honestly. actually i've even connected it to stream that might be a thing i didn't think <laughs> oh well is it turned on 
Oh, the microphone is. It sounds fine when it goes through my audio recorder, but it does occur to me that StreamYards can allow you to connect different things, doesn't it? And now oh, yes. That. So, um, oh, yes. anyway, yeah, how are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, not too bad. Wait, if uh, I do this, can you hear it? Can you hear yes. me? Yes. Yes, okay. I can hear it. Yeah. Okay, so it is the microphone. Fair enough. Okay. Did you finally clear copyright hell? Yeah, that went through earlier in the week, beginning of the week, I think. So that's all done, which means I now just have a month's worth of other stuff to catch up on. Uh, what's next on the bill? Are you doing some trans stuff? No. Transformers? No, I started Transformers, and I have a life and basic sensibility and taste, so I ditched it. Um, and uh, yeah, I, The Mandalorian Part 2, sort of scripting that away, but it will probably come out after The Flash at this point, I think. Um here you go, Lord. Fiona M's coming in hot. Platoon sounds sick. Now, is that the American slang meaning, or? I have no idea. Who knows? Could be either. Oh, I don't either. I'm not with such things. Anyway, moving on. So, everything good, my friend? All good, thank you, yes. Shall we uh, get the next body out? Sounds like a plan. It does. Let's do it. Okay, next. He is one of our own from the chats. He's back for the second time. You know who it is. It is the Uninspired Reviewer. Hello, everyone. Hello. How are you, my I, friend? I'm doing good. And you, Mr. Brown? Yeah, not too bad. Great to have you back, my friend. Well, it's great to be back. How's your channel going? Oh, it's going really, really well. Really good. I'm happy. Very happy. Uh, Dread video doing quite good. Yeah, I passed 200k. So I wow. actually thought that it would have stopped after 600 views a couple of months ago. But then, well, I don't know, YouTube, the algorithm decided to pick it up seven months later. Take me from 600 to 200,000. Ah, uh, the mighty algorithm. Yep. It's great. My um, Spy Who Love Me stream just hits the algorithm every day so i literally get 200 views per day oh that's awesome yeah that's like the best because it's a shame i've only earned die. about four pounds from it <laughs> <laughs> for like three hundred thousand views but there you go gotta uh, take what yeah. you can so yeah, everything's good my friend yeah everything's perfect it was a sunny day today but now i'm expecting a thunderstorm in like an hour or two so we'll see how that goes um, it teased a thunderstorm here, but it just didn't quite happen. So, um, great to have you on, my friend. Shall we get the next body out? Yes, we shall. Okay. And last, but by no means least, he's been away for a week or two. He is the purveyor of meh entertainment, according to the Lord. It is old blue boy himself, the movie cynic. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> Oi. You all right? Oh, yeah. I'm great. How are you? Sure. Yeah, I'm all right. Better. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, better seeing you, mate. You all right? Been a while? It has been a while. I know. I keep, uh, I'm either busy or gone, so I apologize. I'm back. I'm back. He's back, everybody. How's your channel going? Uh, channel's doing well. To, uh, this week's going to be a busy one. That's for sure. What's on the horizon for the folks at home? Uh, tomorrow will be Transformers and yes. Beast Up. And then yes. Wednesday will be 
finally that rings of power compilation video and then thursday or friday will be the flash so three videos this week oh the flash oh yes 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 oh uh, yes i'd like to do something positive so hopefully that like the habit stuff. of a lifetime yes <laughs> yeah so hopefully that movie does not does not suck that would be amazing oh i just want it. please flash just be just entertain me for an hour at least i'll take it anyway. it would be amazing if the movie just didn't suck I'm, every time a certain person's on screen i'm going to close my eyes and pretend it's somebody else but other than that, <laughs> please 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 be good please be good so you are well my friend great to have you back good to be back thank you um no more guests shall we uh should we just get on with it then let's get on with it okay i need to press some buttons yeah, let's do Bear this. With me. end of week musing sunday june the 11th 2022 episode 148 two away uh if you've made it this far and you're enjoying this please like, share, and subscribe. We need those clicks, baby. Most important. And if you're feeling generous, there are links in the description or the pinned message. Okay, so first up, Superman and Lois. Yes. Go on listening, Linda. <laughs> listen. Unless uh, I, this show is still, I mean, the show is still good. I really like it a lot. Um, I, we only have two episodes left and the Lex Luthor is finally going to show up in the next episode. So I can't wait to see what's, and they finally um, released uh, Bizarro and he's up and moving. So hopefully we get uh, another really good battle sequence between those two. Um, and I'm quite excited. I really hope this show gets a season four, uh, but uh yeah, it was really good. They still don't know, do they? They don't. That's what really is, bothers me about it is because um, Next Star, who is doing um, it right now, they I, they they had bought they bought and I put oh, that in quotations. Uh, <laughs> listen, they they bought uh, the CW and they but they don't have the rights to the first two seasons and they're like it's really hard for people to find a show when you don't have you know past content to really get them involved and uh, you know loving it kind of thing um so they said they don't know they're they're weighing down their options and the thing is a lot uh, some articles are saying that it's between this and gotham knights and gotham knights i read yes and i read one article where it said gotham nice nights (laughs) is the it is it really is is the cheapest show that the cw has ever produced so i'm all like well prop and and superman and lois is one of the more expensive shows they've ever produced and i'm all like yeah of course they're gonna pick the cheaper crappier show because they don't have to spend out much money but I really like the show. I think the writing is excellent. I think the acting is is really good. I think that, you know, this season hasn't had as many action sequences as I would like. The same for the last two episodes. Yeah, that's what I think. I think the last two episodes are going to be... Yeah, I think it's going to be, you know, just a big knockdown, drag out fight kind of thing. And I think it's going to be excellent. And I'm quite excited for it. Apparently, um, this season is doing very, very well. More and more people are watching this. Good, 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 good. It has helped that it's not, it doesn't have about four weeks in between episodes. 
Yeah, except this week they do, they are taking a one week break. So this week we what? get Yeah, I know. I know. <sighs> this they are taking a one week break. Um so we won't get I, I we can... won't get an episode this season, but with the then following one we'll get the two episodes back to back each week. So they're just taking one week off. I think there's only two episodes left. There is. There's only two episodes left. Oh. So they're keeping yeah. us waiting, aren't they? Yeah, I, I, I'm quite excited about it. I really do like this show a lot. And, uh, and and yeah, it's yeah, it's just really, really good. What did you think to the um, on uh, sorry, the um, is it onomatopoeia? Onomatopoeia? Yeah. I, well, I mean, I don't want to give anything away, but Spoilers, um, possibly. Yeah, I this is the thing. Is it good? It lesson. The <laughs> this is the onomatopoeia character in this show is not my onomatopoeia from the comic books. Yeah, um, it's very different. Uh, this onomatopoeia has superpowers, and then the cancer storyline was a little like I mean okay, like in terms of like I was just like well I mean I guess they had to give another character cancer, so I guess you know why not her? But I, it was just really I, I would prefer. The um the one from the comic books just because I thought that that would be a little bit like um yeah. more interesting but uh we don't have to worry about her anymore because she's no longer Spoilers. uh yeah you know, sorry spoiler she's dead so so we uh we are going to be just fine without her and but uh, I did I thought the actress did a good job though if that uh, if that means anything so we'll see I thought it was a an excellent episode yeah it was a good episode yeah yeah yeah. I liked it when she she did that when she uh like reached out to that that uh one of um what's his face's henchman she's like wait and she did her powers and he just like blew up like a meat sack he just like and he was like yeah, gone was I was like very very <laughs> uh, that was a surprise and I liked it yeah I did too I was like I was like oh man it reminded me of the boys a little bit oh yeah 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 that's a good point yeah yeah, yeah. I would agree that was that's uh it, but it was I liked it I was like yeah. So, as we always say, uh, James Gunn, get it renewed. It's fantastic. Yeah, please. Sort please. the lawyer stuff out. Just get it renewed. Yeah, for sure. We need yeah. season four. I think there's an, another two seasons of this. I agree. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. This season has been fantastic. Yeah. And Bizarro on the way. Yeah, can't get enough Bizarro. Okay. Shall we move on? Absolutely. That's Superman and Lois, everybody. Should be watching it. Mm. Yes. Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> uh, first of all, who's seen this? I definitely did. I saw it today, yeah. Not me. Uh, Blue Man? Yep. Go for I, it. I went and saw no, it. No C words, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, well... I was giving this movie the benefit of the doubt, uh, even though I didn't like any of Michael Bay's Transformers movies except for the first one. Um, and I watched Bumblebee after I saw this, and it was it was okay. It was not as great as everyone made it out to be. Um, but I gave this one a break because of Maximals. They got me in my 90s kid heart, and then they disappointed me. The Maximals are barely in this movie. Mm -hmm. It's essentially, it might as well be a Michael Bay Transformers movie because it's basically a clone of it. Um, if you had his name above it, I would never have questioned it. It's uh, it's basically a clone of his directing style. Um, there's no originality whatsoever in uh, the director that ended up doing this movie. Um who it, was the director? Anybody, know? Uh, Anybody was, care? Uh, not really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think his name was Stephen Capel Jr. I think you yeah. say Stephen King then. <laughs> uh, no. Um, 
But anyway, uh, the only thing that's better about it than Bay's films is the fact that uh, it's shorter. Uh, so I was put out of my misery faster. But um, yeah, it's it's basically the exact same thing as you're going to get in every movie. Um, in my review of it, I have an a very long joke about trying to figure out the name of the MacGuffin in this movie. And I just go over the MacGuffin that's in all of the previous movies. Oh, like, oh it's this oh. one. Oh, no, it's actually this one. Oh, no, that's it's actually so this true. one. It's Are we going to say spoilers? Story. I mean, I'm not, that's not even a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, it's not. like no, uh, the, It's in the plot. Warn people. I, I'm yeah. not spoiling anything. I, I'm not. Why is it that bad? <laughs> yeah, no, they, yeah. There's nothing to actually, spoil. It's impossible to oh. spoil this film. Completely is it a good wow. bad movie or is it just a bad movie no it's just it's a bland bad movie like there's yeah. nothing uh redeeming about it because the things there uh like one thing that i would have liked uh, i liked where they were going with optimus primal i like him mm -hmm. um but they barely use the maximals at all i think one yeah. of the maximals has like one fucking line in the whole <laughs> movie <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's really, really pathetic. Um, and and uh, they don't even take the things that worked in previous movies and amplify those. They take all of the bad lessons and keep running with those. Um, so like Optimus Prime, I don't know how anyone actually likes Optimus Prime in these movies other than the fact that he's Optimus Prime. So you're like, well, he is cool because... Well, he is cool. I'm like, Optimus yeah, Prime. He, like, it's character assassination to the max. Um, even Peter Cullen, who voices Optimus Prime, has talked about how he what? hated having to say some of the lines in the previous Shh. movies. Because Optimus Prime will say shit like, you know, why don't you just die? And, like, that's not <laughs> what he says. And sure as hell, in this movie, with a new director and writer, he says the same kind of cringe shit. Like it's like <laughs> Zack Snyder directed Optimus Prime. It's like here, make him edgier. <laughs> uh, speaking of um, Zack Snyder, Jaden Smith eyes. Michael Bay is much <laughs> like Zack Snyder. I think this is aimed at you. You just don't understand the underlying yeah. brilliance. <laughs> yeah. You don't understand Bayhem. Bayhem is art. All right. Um, they really missed. Uh, there are plot elements that really would have worked. Uh, I think, even though I don't think Bumblebee was as good of a movie as everyone made it out to be, it was still it was okay. It, yeah, it was okay, and it I showed fell that asleep. I fell asleep watching Bumblebee four heart times. Was, yeah, it, heart was in the right place. Yeah, the heart was in the right place, and it did show that a smaller scale movie is probably yeah. the way to go because you should build up to these big grand movies, uh, kind of like the Avengers did, um, and kind of earn it. Uh, but with this, it's just not like you could have had a really cool story with Optimus Prime and Optimus Primal and Optimus like learning from Primal of how to be a better leader. Like they kind of sort of want to touch on that in this movie, but they just throw it right away. It, it's nothing. It's it's a nothing burger. Um, the main actor is absolutely atrocious. He's literally like, right. you ever see those goats that get scared and they just freeze and have that face? That's that fucking guy in yeah. the entire movie. Yeah, but the the um, what I've seen, the uh, boxes are ticked for the actor. Oh yeah, but that, that that's not even a thing. Like, uh, no. if anything, like, hey, minorities, you get to be in a shitty Transformers movie now. Congrats! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Congratulations. So yeah, this movie's ass. Is the CGI any good? Yeah, the one thing that I think all of the Transformers movies have going for them, um, I had them on in the background while I was writing the script so I could stay mad, um, <laughs> was that the CGI is very good. Like, the films hold up. Uh, they look great. Um, and I I'll give them credit, too, that Optimus at least doesn't have those stupid flames on them. They took that out in Bumblebee, 
And uh, well, granted, that's kind of a soft reboot. It takes place in the past. And this one's kind of a sequel to Bumblebee, but pre Michael Bay movies. Um, so yeah. the Transformers still look cool. So we'll give them that. Uh, Linda, thoughts? <laughs> Listen. Listen. Um, I agree with a lot of what Movie Cynic said. I thought the CGI was was good. I liked it a lot. Um, you know, uh, I, I you could see all those little moving parts that they did. I also had the same thing about the Maximals. The whole time I was like, why are the Maximals here? They're in it for like five minutes to fight everybody at the end. And then Rhinox and Cheetor, like you said, they have one line each and it's against the um, the Autobots. And they're like, don't move. And I'm like, yeah. what, what is, what's going on here? Um, and then um, it's it's so boring in between all the fight sequences. Like I was just like so bored. And my son, I took my son to go see this. We had a boys club day. And it was he was bored. I was they like they'd have the fight sequences, and then for like, like you have the first uh, opening sequence, and it's like five minutes long, and you kind of get some cool fighting or whatever, and then like talky talky, but I'm the maximals, and then it's like it's like twenty minutes until the next fight sequence, and you're like the whole time me and my son were just my son was like, can we go? And I was like, no, we paid for this <laughs> movie. We I, we're watching because he wanted to watch him fight and stuff, and then they didn't even sh- show up, and then like um. I don't know about you, but there was one part without giving away spoilers where it got real Power Rangeries real quick. Like there was one part that has to do with the main character where I was just like, "What is going on here? This is so Power Rangers. I'm not interested in this." Um, and then, they went um, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, very, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. And then the humans in this movie are boring. Like the whole time, the the main character, I was just like, "I hope your little brother dies." Just as spite <laughs> asshole, and then. And then the, the the girl in this movie, I'm like, she's all frumpy and she's all like, you know, you know, she's all like, you know, you know, showing up her her boss who is obviously an idiot. And I'm like, how did you get this job? You're not very bright. Black and this male. girl, yeah, no, female, female, oh, but female, well, actually. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, start then. oh, okay. So yeah. diversity done. Well, and yeah. right and then i did like how they added some little microaggressions in there like when um what's his face the main character asked the one autobot he's like hey man where are you from and he's like i'm from cybertron he's like well i thought well he's like what's up with the accent he's like what accent and he's like well i just thought because you know you have an accent and you're from you know you know wherever he was from or whatever and he's like that's racist and i was like I was like, okay, that doesn't, <laughs> just doesn't make any sense. It was just really, it was like, I was like, why are we, why is this in here? This is so weird. I was like, I'm just, uh, but, um, yeah, yeah. And my, but uh, in all my son, he did like the fight sequences. Like he was having a good time during those. So, I mean, uh, but it's, you're like, you, it's just, it's a boring movie the, and I'm like with you, the first one I thought was, all, was pretty good, you know, but the, the other ones are just like either. They're you just they're just bad or they're just okay like you know and Bumblebee I didn't really care for Bumblebee like I liked the first five minutes and then the rest of the movie I was just like this movie sucks but you know, um, whatever. You go, folks. R two rest in peace Cybertronulon. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Brown, in relation to the 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 comment that was on screen before, it said that you have to make Transformers without the humans. They are yeah, actually making. Feet, yeah. yeah, they are actually making it. It's coming out next year. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, saying that in my my review too of just like you know we're not talking about CGI dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. These characters talk. We don't need yeah. humans to feel right. connected to them. Um, so like I understand the need to like well you got to have humans because you got to ground it so that you know we can actually follow. Like, no, you don't. You don't. You don't. You do yeah, not no, need they're, them. They're making and, a prequel trilogy now. 
the the thing about this too is like at, at the very least in the bay films like megan fox was nice to look at and right. yes. like yes. Yeah, they yeah. had Fox, some yeah. they had some high caliber actors playing small roles so at least at the very least you could be like well you know that was kind of a funny witty line because an actor of that caliber delivered it in this you have two people that are essentially no names like they've been in little things cheap and right. yeah they're cheap and uh and the actress the co-lead she is abysmal like and it might not be her fault but she's supposed to be this very intelligent um you know whatever she's like like the keeper of the fucking museum or whatever right uh she's supposed to be really intelligent and every line she says is terribly unconvincing because it just sounds like the actress has no clue what the character is actually saying like <laughs> right. nothing yeah probably just shouldn't be an actress probably Right. Um, Lord, have you seen? Yes. Have I? I've, I started it. Yeah. Um, I lasted twenty nine minutes and thirty five seconds, wow. and then I thought, you know what? No, I have. <laughs> other things I could be doing. I could be cutting my nails. I could be staring at a wall. Setting um, up brand new mics. Setting, well, I could have been doing that, but I chose not to because hell, there's nothing like trying it live on air for the first oh, time. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, it was just. It's, I mean, I think Transformers is shit all the time. Anyway, I never understood the of Transformers in a world where Gundam exists, where you Disagree. can actually have half decent stories and proper human characters, and you know, machines are used Disagree. to evoke human stories instead. No, you get uh, the most cringeworthy American attempt to merchandise transforming robots that, that is really uh, imaginable like this film is this film is um is therefore not a huge disappointment to me but uh but it was quite surprisingly awful i didn't think it would be as bad as it is but it is really 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 quite bad oh the the human characters point is an interesting one because that's often the defense you hear of say like the monsterverse films um mm -hmm. when people say well of course you're not really supposed to pay attention to the fact that millie bobby brown can't act because all you're really supposed to be doing is <laughs> watching the giant monsters fighting and i think yeah I, I know that so why aren't they fighting more often why do i keep having to watch the humans try and fail to act with their cringy shitty dialogue um yeah, give us more giant robots if that's the marketing pitch, but don't pretend that this is also a human story with, you know, messages and plot and things that actually matter to people with taste. Yeah. Um, here you go, folks. Uh, BL, sorry, Black Lives or Black Votes. No one wants humans in these movies. Unless yeah. it's Megan Fox. For sure. Not yeah. saying anything. <laughs> That's a, here's a, that. Why is why do all these movies take place on Earth? You know, our, our I don't think our plan is that interesting. If you ask me, I, I think that uh, you could Cheap create a much locations. more. In, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess perhaps. so. But I'm just like, man. I was like, I uh, like the Maximals in the beginning. I was like, I'd much rather stay on that planet for a whole movie. See what happens there. Um, but they didn't do that. Yeah. I had to I, look it up because I know nothing about any of this. And so I, I had to look it up when I was because I was going to do a review of it. And I've got six pages of review because I started reviewing it as I was watching. It's not going to go anywhere. because 29 like, minutes. Yeah, it went, it, went, it went on the longest side about crabs because it, it's, just, it's more interesting. <laughs> oh, than is the that what you tried to give me? Anyone who's reviewing the film, if you want this weird <laughs> paragraph about crabs, um, <laughs> you can have it because I probably won't ever use it. But uh, um yeah, so yeah, I got these, these six pages of the review, and because I don't know any of these these names, places, or people, I had to look them up. It's like, what are these animal things called? Oh God, maximal! Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's pretty cringe. Um, that's already <laughs> making me cringe. The big bad guy is called Unicron, I think it is, which just made me really want to go and watch Gundam Unicorn because it's better. <laughs> um, 
and then and yeah and then obviously like the, the purely generic nature like guy turns up evil big mecha satan mm-hmm. version of um who's the big bad guy in justice it's, league yeah i was gonna say it's steppenwolf and dark side all over again yeah. it's Zack snyder's justice league but Transformers. It is, it's that or like uh, the the wizard guy in infinity war who's working for thanos yeah he also yeah. turns up to get the MacGuffin, and he can't find it but in case you missed the basic plot of the film well you can't miss the plot of the film because this film is clearly aimed at people with single digit iq so <laughs> it, it restates every single Sorry, aspect man. of its plot and its premise four times within the first six minutes because i was counting you get the introductory voiceover giant planet killing god is turning up to eat planet okay um you get the the mcguffin or the mcmuffin which is the trans warp <laughs> dimensional whatever the fuck and he needs that and then the the gorilla guy he needs to run away with it um and then evil mecha hitler dark side person is really unhappy that he doesn't have it so he sends off his his equivalent of steppenwolf to pick it up and I, I don't know if it's ever answered in the film why Steppenwolf can travel through dimensions. Well, it's not Mecha, really. Uh, it's yeah, not. It's not. <laughs> I actually put in the script is that I bet these questions will be answered. This sounds no. exactly like the kind of film that's concerned with answering basic mm-hmm. questions about itself. But no. Yeah. If you want to know uh, that there truly are no spoilers, you've seen this movie. If you've seen any of the other movies, because let that's me just so give true. you a little taste from my first one. View. Listen, first Transformers movie was good. Yeah. And that's yeah, fine because it was the first one. But let me give you a little taste from the review. The movie starts on the Maximals home planet as they're running away from new bad guy. Same as the old bad guy. They have the MacGuffin known as the Allspark. Uh, whoops, that was the original film. Okay. I mean, the Energon source. Oh, damn it, that was the second movie. <laughs> Sorry, I mean the Ark. Oh, no, fuck, that was the third movie. It's the Seed. Oh, no, wait, that was the fourth movie. The MacGuffin this time around is called the Merlin Staff. Oh, wait, that, the little damn it, that was the fifth movie. <laughs> the MacGuffin in this one's called the Transwarp Key. That's wow. Yeah, That's it's the so same true. movie damn. over and over. It's terrible. Wow. At least Michael Bay can make it entertaining. Uh, produces, he's a producer on this one, isn't he? But he's not actually. Yeah. Writing well, I, I, I think they just stuck his name on it. That's it. But I don't. I don't yeah. think he did anything. It probably takes a little bit off the end. Yeah, he yeah. probably gets a percentage or something. Um, Ego Drew Gordon. This was said a while ago. I'm going to rewatch Thirteen Hours sometime. I love that movie. I remember when it was better than Sicario Two, at least. Yeah. Uh, a yeah, very, th- very good Michael yeah. Bay movie, everybody. 13 yeah. hours from, is it Benghazi? Yeah. Benghazi. Benghazi. <laughs> so, fellas, um, with everything you've said, we recommend Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend you watch my review of it, 100%. Oh, do we have to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, better watch his review, then. Mm-hmm. Should we do some tip chats? It's so bad I won't be reviewing it. So that, that damn, that is, it took me three days to write thirty five hundred words. That's how much I avoided writing about this. Because <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah. I actually say because like even when I review really shit films, my excuse is a it's funny and it's yeah. you know it's yeah, fun yeah, to have fun at the expense of bad films. Also, you know, bad films can be a really useful you know way of broaching into writing basics that people often forget or overlook or you know they don't pay enough attention to so you can learn something from bad films and that's sort of my my defense for going to them so often but with this one i found myself going through and like there is nothing that anyone who is sentient can learn from this film it's it's (laughs) there's nothing that's being like improved you can't look at that plot and say this is how you could turn this into a good movie because it just can't ever be it's impossible 
Uh, Lord, yeah. are you available to test your brand new mic out for a couple of super chats, please? Yeah, why not? Uh, because I can't pronounce that. Hephaestus <laughs> Rising four five fifty Canadian. I think no, they're Californian. A Cali Californian, Californian, yeah. Communist Californian dollars. woke dollars. Yes, communists don't have dollars; they have money. Um, Gun <laughs> Unicorn is definitely <laughs> worth the recommendation. How about Iron Blooded Orphans? I don't think I've seen Iron Blooded Orphans yet. The last one I watched was the Eighth MS Team, which was okay, actually, surprisingly good for its premise. Iron Blooded Orphans is on my list. I have like I watched maybe a new Gundam series every year and a half. So there's a huge long list of them that keep building up, but um, the old ones are fun. And one more. Again, from Hephaestus Ri Rising, even, for 550 Communist Dollars, simping for E&M Banks, the Culture Series is a masterclass in sci-fi writing. Spread the word in this era of intellectually bankrupt stories. I have heard of E&M e Banks. I don't think I've ever read anything he's done yet, though. So I'll add him to the he's, list. He's posh because he's got uh, two eyes in his name. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, let me get rid of that. Ba -da -ba -ba. Professional. Shall we move on? I fear we got very, very bogged down, but be warned, we're not kind of moving on. Hey, it's the movie of the week. It's fine. Yeah. Lord Courts, news round. Let's see what we've got. We're not kind of moving on. Oh god, of course. <laughs> uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast packs a few fun surprises, but is ultimately one of the most bland films. I loved it. Sorry. The franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Listen. I, I really would know what the what are the surprises the fun surprises I'm confused. That was going to be hard. No is it, is yeah, it actually the whole thing be able to name me a single yeah. fun surprise that's in this film? Like, I think the anybody? one surprise is that they had the guts to make the same movie for the seventh time, mm -hmm. almost yeah. beat by beat. They're just like instead of Megatron, call that guy Scourge. Instead of uh, the Allspark, call that thing the Transwarp Key. That's so, so true. It's all the same. It is. That's so The true. magic transformer formula. Oh, yeah. Is Make it... sure to incapacitate Bumblebee like we always do. Is it, so is the it audience just... goes, ah. Is it just modern day word salad for old terms? Oh, yeah. It's like we're trying to find a new way to call the same yeah. movie shitty. Yeah. 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 Mind you, I mean, I did say it's marketed at single-digit IQ people, and that quote is from discussing <laughs> films. So, I mean, it's yeah. quite possible they did find something to enjoy about the thing. I they mean, cast in, a minority uh... as, as a criminal. That yeah, was, I, that I mentioned that. Mexican character. Life of crime. But it's fine, though, you see, because the film gets in a few shots about evil, rapacious capitalism. He steals a Porsche <laughs> because the person who he's stealing from gives too much money to charity. And that proves that he's too rich, and so he won't miss his Porsche. Um, the, the, the thing the film doesn't understand is that if you steal a guy's car, he's going to have to use the money he would otherwise have given to charity to buy himself a new car. Right. So that's not really how this works. Kills yeah. lots of policemen in the opening half an hour as well. Oh, so okay. a lot okay. of so right. That's yep. good. Um, otherwise, um, I don't know. There you go. Kranatos, written by AI. You might as well have. It could just be like, hey, probably not good, is it? Uh, write the same script as Transformers 1 through 6, uh, but just change the names of the characters. Chad GPT in full effect. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I said in my script that it's it's not just mindless. It's literally brainless. It is an empty skull. 
Yes. Yowza. Yikes. And you did so, call my son was sad when, when Bumblebee died. I told you. That's what it's <laughs> for. It's like, oh no, not Bumblebee. Because as soon as it happened, he's like he's like he's like, I don't like this movie anymore. And I was like, I'm sorry, dude. And he's like, Can we go? And I was like, No, we're not leaving. I was like I was like, I just spent $32 on tickets. I I didn't understand. Apparently, the audience is enjoying this, at least the audience that initially went out to see it like Thursday and Friday nights. Because like when I was in the theater, when when Bumblebee was incapacitated, like the audience reacted exactly as the movie wanted them to. And I was just like, you fucking chuds. I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Because in my mind, I was just like, again, again. Yeah. But well, whatever. Does Bumblebee uh, speak in this one? Not in words. It's all in sound bites and stuff. No. Like he does in the other ones. I don't like that at all. Yeah, he but... can be dismantled and brought back to life, but you can't have him speak again. Ever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bigger folks, R2, rest in peace, Bumblebulon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jay Goodwin, rest in peace, Bogulon. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, we're still recommending it, yes? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Sure, yeah, go spend yeah, your money sure. on Transformers. There you go. Yeah, okay, there you go. Um, be warned, we're not kind of moving on. Okay. Uh, right on. Uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts earns $171 yeah. in the film's worldwide opening weekend. So it opened better than The Little Mermaid, and the good thing for them is that Transformers movies also make like 65 to sometimes 70% of their box office total outside of domestic. So they might be able to actually break even. But the last two movies, uh, the last night that came out in 2017, lost like $100 to $200 million for the studio and for Hasbro. Bumblebee was already in production, so they couldn't put the brakes on that bitch, and it made less than the other one. Um, So this was kind of a like, hey, let's get this thing back on track, and it's probably, it's still probably going to lose money. Mm. Yeah, but at this point, they they must have a lot of faith in the franchise because this is a $200 million budget movie, plus they already have the uh, that Transformers 1 prequel in production that's coming out just next year. So it's ballsy. I, mean, I don't know what yeah. they're thinking. Unless they're splitting costs amongst like a lot of investors in different places. Like I don't was, know. Was how there a lot of um, Chinese Chinese things? Like in uh, the I think it was the last night that there was a lot of Chinese things. Maybe no. Um, what's what is kind of cool? What what I did like, and this was just a personal thing, is like the movie take uh, takes place like half of it in Peru, and oh. it, it's just because of the fact Peru. that they nice. they're like, oh, um, we Coming haven't gone that. there yet, so let's just go to Peru. Um, yeah. And I. I've been to Peru and I went to Machu Picchu and it's amazing. Fantastic. So it was like really cool to see it on the big screen, but that's just a personal thing. It doesn't make the movie actually any good. It really <laughs> was just like, Hey, we haven't been to this beautiful spot on, on earth yet. Let's have the movie go there. Okay. Here you go, folks. Jay Goslin, how many blockbusters these days actually make a profit? Oh, very. I few. wonder if it's like, we have to produce these things to keep the IP. Yes. Like there is, it's better to have an intellectual property than to not have one. So, right. I I don't know. I don't know how it works. It is kind of evidence, though. I think that the fact that it makes any money at all 
Um, when something terrible comes out and you cover it on YouTube and you'll get a few people in your comment section saying, why you hate watching it? It only exists because you're hate watching it. Like, the number of hate watchers is vastly dwarfed by the number of people thick enough to actually pay money to see this film. <laughs> so like, no one's really God. hate watching Transformers Rise of the Beasts, Pulling but lots of people are going tonight. to see it anyway. Um, and it's still it's like 171 million. It's just a really depressing number. Your public education system is failing. I'm <laughs> sure that it'll do very well on video on demand. Yeah, I think they like eventually these movies will turn a profit, even if they're yeah. not initially at the box office. So it's kind of like that. And it's like, well, we keep the IP in the public's eye too. And there is, well, they it seems like they don't care about balance because like people will get fed up with the product eventually. I mean, look what happened. There was 2014 was the last time that a Transformers movie made like $1.1 billion. And then in 2017, the next one made less than half that and lost them like 200 million. Yes. Uh, I think people just want at least something entertaining. Maybe even they wouldn't care about the story. Well, I mean, most people don't care about the story nowadays. So What, what was the guy's name? Is it Shia, Shia, Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> Him and uh, Megan Fox for the first three films or two films because they got rid yeah. of Megan on one, didn't they? Yeah, the third one. I yeah. thought they did very, very well with that. It's what people wanted. Even Shia LaBeouf did a pretty decent job. I have a montage of him screaming that goes on for about 45 seconds. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I don't know about that, but. Mm. I, yeah, first film was good. I'm kind of, I've got a soft spot for the second one, even though everybody slags it off. But anyway, uh, Tom Boiler, no, Hasbro owns these IPs outright. Yeah, but maybe to keep the rights to the IP, they have to keep it, like they have to keep making movies just to be able mm, to possibly. keep it anyways. Yeah. The movie okay. studios anyways. Okay. Is it going to go, is it going to fall flat on its face next week? Mm. Oh, domestically, it's going to 100%. eat shit. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts, thoroughly recommended by the panel. So, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here you go, folks. The Little Mermaid declared a massive flop for Disney by box office. Analyst, not just one analyst. I mean, it's All a fact. It's, it is a fact. Yeah, you can't escape it. it. It bombed. Yeah, and can I just say, I'm I'm so happy that it did. I have so many people in Same. my life that are oh, like, yeah. that like before Same. before it came out, they're like, this is gonna make a billion dollars. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what you're, you're just you're just hating on it because it's they changed the race of the care. I'm like, no. I'm like, it doesn't look good, you guys. Yeah, then, it looks like garbage. Yeah, I got called so many things by people in my actual real life that I'm all like, okay, I really, you know, I'm praying to the Jesus that this is <laughs> hard because mm -hmm. so then I can just shove it in your stupid faces and i did i was so mean about it too i was like you can suck it and here's why and uh, so uh yeah so this makes me happy i'm not gonna lie linda are you available for a chat please absolutely listen it's a terrible movie <laughs> period so put that in your pipe and smoke it there is someone in my uh, the comment section under my review who began their comment like with what was it? Am I the only person who really liked this film? 
Probably. Which is the obvious answer is yes, you are the only person who actually likes this film. Nobody really likes this film. Some people pretend they like it, um, but not enough to make it not a flop. But I don't know anyone who, who really sort of fawns over it uh, for, for reasons to do with itself, as opposed to its casting, for example. She's um, just majestic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's but really it's, funny. it's lifeless and it's soulless and it does nothing it doesn't need to exist it's a huge oh, downgrade even on the 89 film which is a huge downgrade on the fairy tale already um so yeah nothing's getting any better with this i don't understand why you would i mean the, the, it's not a live action remake they aren't animating 95 percent of the shot anyway but if you're going to do that why the hell would you make a photorealistic fish a main character like right. fish cannot express <laughs> they can't emote fish don't right. have faces um, it, it, it's just a terrible, terrible decision all around. Weekend Warrior, who we had on Visa once before, he put out a review yesterday or the day before, um, and he hadn't even watched the film. And he said, I didn't need to watch the film. I saw the trailers <laughs> and then I watched the reviews. And it turns out I was completely right. Uh, and he was, credit to him. Um, he did, like, you could tell just from trailers. I said, said in the comments, he's like, not watching the film was actually an option, which I kind of wish that I had taken. But mm. hell, it was an excuse to read the fairy tale again. That was fun and enriching, unlike the film. Oh man, I really, I really hate like the this weird ass remake thing oh. because oh, we lost. Oh, map. Katy <laughs> failed. Is that enough? He hated this movie so much. <laughs> well, no, someone's garroted him because they overheard him bad talking the Little Mermaid. Oh, he's back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was saying yeah, I really folks. just hate ah, the Little you Mermaid. You can see me. Bless. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I, I moved my mic and I accidentally hit the button right as it hit that little red X. And I was like, no, I was like, oh, man. So it just like completely shut down the window. And I was like, oh, man. So it was a complete accident. It's fun. Uh, the button to remove you from the stream is right next to the mute button that I use all the time. So <laughs> if, if you do just disappear again and it wasn't you, it's probably me by accident. Oh, gotcha. Well, you mean that mute button? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. uh, Iceman, I wonder why black and Latino people around the world didn't go to watch this, despite the representation. It's almost like the audiences don't really care about skin color of people in movies. Yeah, yeah. and you can tell based on, let's see, uh, Disney's release of Black Panther, Black Panther 2, and right. this was all sold as a cultural thing. Like. And it didn't it, it didn't matter about the story or anything. They pushed the fact that it was, you know, like, hey, a black superhero and hey, a black yes. little mermaid. And it reflects yeah. in the box office. None of these movies made more internationally than they did domestically. They all made more domestically than they did in the rest of the world. And that yeah. is not the norm anymore. Like in box office, movies make more internationally, period. It's usually a 40, 60 Hopefully. split, probably on average in these circumstances it's a 55 45 split which is crazy so it just yeah. shows like the rest of the world does not give a shit about american politics and like we sit here in this country and act like everyone does and they just Soap don't box, everybody but weirdly enough the the actual like internationally the numbers like the split is 228 million domestic and 185 million internationally and the highest well, the highest amount of money made internationally was in the UK with 20 million. Mm. Wow. For this? Well, because you guys yeah. are just America Junior now. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> there, are, um, there are a few people, regrettably, who do 
care about the the color aspects of the character though but Make unlike say say if, if you're reviewing a black panther film for example and you say look it, it's being sold to you on a false perspective everyone assumes that because it's a black superhero all the black people will go and buy tickets because they have a really low opinion of black people um this film doesn't really have that same support behind it but what it does have as i discovered in the comment section again under my video is a lot of people who really really do care about the color thing but for not very good reasons um so no there are very few black americans who are going and saying yeah it's a massive victory that little mermaid is black there are quite a few white americans who are saying this is a step too far you are not allowed to race swap any character ever for any reason because mm. race actually kind of matters. That's predictable because you can't go for decades telling everyone that's terribly important that we have black representation because skin color matters and then get surprised when white folks turn around and say, say to you, well, if skin color matters, then don't make white characters black. That's predictable, but it is still regrettable because I made an argument about this in my video basically saying there's nothing per se wrong with race swapping. Race has no bearing on art except in art itself. So as long as whatever you're doing accords with your world building, accords with the other characters you're creating, accords with the work of fiction you are recreating, then you can have a character whatever the hell skin color they like. I mean, Treasure Planet sends Jim Hawkins, who's a, you know, a boy from Essex in the 1700s to space. And nobody really cared about that. Um, but people are very, very, very uptight about Little Mermaid being cast as black. Um, and missed the part where I said, look, race swapping has to actually accord with world building. So their instinctive response is, you've admitted that it might theoretically be possible that a mermaid can be white, a uh, mermaid can be black, sorry. You're wrong because race is important. And those people I hate just as much as the woke lot who tell me the same thing from mm. the other direction. Mm. Um, eager folks, Bishop Moore, Terry Crews as Winston Churchill. Yeah, I'd buy into that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'd probably they be are. entertaining. He's great. <laughs> I, I really want Tom Cruise to play um, Martin Luther King. Mm. Barack Obama. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, like, as someone who's who's mixed myself, you know, my, my dad is white, my mom is black. And so, I don't know, it's, it's just weird, the argument where some people use the, oh, yeah, I couldn't identify with the character. Because me, personally... The Little Mermaid, the animated movie, was one of my favorite films growing up. I used to sing Under the Sea every day. I even owned the direct-to-video sequels. Mm -hmm. Little Mermaid 2 is underrated. Go I watch it. Agreed. Yeah, and and it's so weird. I really liked Ariel. The the only like with some of the main characters I used to identify as when I was a kid was Marty <laughs> McFly from Back to the Future and. <laughs> the little mermaid ariel and i don't know i just find it so weird that people keep using this argument that oh yeah just because it's not my skin color well i can't see i just don't think that's human honestly hmm. no. no like growing up my favorite characters were sonic the hedgehog spawn. <laughs> yeah. well spawn, you are blue exactly but spawn who is black he was my mm. favorite superhero growing up spawn period awesome. um, spawn was awesome and then blade and then oh, yeah. um when the matrix came out i loved neo of course but morpheus was yeah fantastic mm -hmm. i never thought about this stuff so it almost feels like it's like socially engineered now to be like hey of course it is. you can't actually enjoy this character unless they are of your skin tone. Now, and that's um, such a bizarre way of looking at things. That's it the really difference is. between people like them and people like us. They lecture us that we're the racists, <laughs> and yet it never crosses our mind. It's only them 
bringing it, it up. Them. The, the problem with them is that them creates more of them on they the don't. other side. Yeah. Those two evilers don't do evil in return. So it's it's reactionary movements obviously respond to socially progressive movements. So it's not entirely surprising. But you know, I think it is still worth calling out. You know, the people who make these claims on whatever side they're making them from. So all those people who say no, it can't ever be a black mermaid because it's a Scandinavian folktale. Yeah. To whom you can point out, well, okay, but Hans Christian Andersen didn't depict the Little Mermaid as a ginger American. So that's a race <laughs> swap that's taken place in the original. Um, she didn't speak English at all, unless you translated it first. But, uh, but yeah, and then you get into the weeds of, of what counts as cultural appropriation and what doesn't. But the, no, the depressing thing has been to see that, if anything, white people are caring more about the race of Ariel than, than black people are. Um, I think, yeah. ideally, nobody should, but there we are. I mean, Little Mermaid theaters are becoming Fight Club anyway, so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is it more double ducking standards? It is. Right on. Anyway. Yep. Nobody wanted it. Nope. Question before we move on. If the um, main character wasn't a person of color, i.e. white, do you think it would have turned a profit? No. People are No. No, oh, no. We just didn't I, want I, it, did we? We just didn't need it, did we? Yeah. No, because uh, the times they have not race-swapped characters in these remakes, half of them have been flops, too, because right. they were yep. very bad. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like you, it, It's almost like a separate conversation. Like We can talk about the quality of the movie. It wasn't good, period. It just was not yeah. a good movie. Exactly. Okay, on that bombshell, let's move on. Holy shit, we actually moved on. <laughs> it's you, you, you just take too long. Uh, Super Mario Bros. movie has already earned, earned 75 million on pay per view. Some of that was me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what, 70 million? Yeah, yep. Yeah, I bought it. No, I, I, I bought it, it too because uh, Brittany really liked it. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a try again. Keep the little lady sweet. Good man. And I wasn't. I still didn't like it very much. Oh, <laughs> you know what's Anybody crazy like about it? that? I loved it. But, um, you know, it's funny that you say that movie, Cynic, that you didn't like it. But did you like Zelda a lot? Uh, uh, like the new game? Like, like yeah, any one of them. Zelda. Did you? Oh, like yeah. Zelda? Zelda is like my favorite video game. Franchise. Yeah, because I was talking to a guy from work. We're, we're around the same age. And he loves Zelda, but mm -hmm. he's not a huge fan of Mario. And me, Oh, I love Mario, though. I love both. Oh, Mario. Oh, see, because I was Mario. I was telling him, I was because he didn't like this movie. And I was like, well, I really loved Mario growing up. But then Zelda, I was just like, eh, it was okay. It's not my favorite, but I don't hate it. But um. I, we were just like complete opposite. Like he was very much into mm -hmm. Zelda, yep. and I was Zelda very much into way, Mario. Yeah. So, yep. mm -hmm. no, so I love both way. franchises. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, there just went my little theory out the door. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. No big deal. Go, Tim, <laughs> I was trying to say this. that you you only hate this film because you're racist against <laughs> Zelda. Is my fave <laughs> games. You know, I was watching a cooking show, and I noticed that when they're pronouncing things from Italy, like ingredients, mm. they'll do it with the accent. They're like, yeah, so I went and grabbed some ricotta cheese. And I was like, yo, if they're making, why is it only Italians that they'll do that with? Because if they were cooking something like like Chinese, they wouldn't be like, yes, so I grabbed the ingredients for my pork fried rice. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> wouldn't be that true. I got the ingredients for my number 44. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I would totally watch that, though, if they did. That's funny. Mm. <laughs> oh, good for you. 
But Good. the Mario movie does unironically has some of the same problems as the Little Mermaid does. It is a fairly soulless thing. It's just it's like, this is vaguely I, I familiar. Imagine, I can imagine. Yeah. So we're gonna bank on it making money. Now it worked in this case because I mean it's not as bad as the Little Mermaid by any means. There's a bit more to it. It's more fun by by a huge mile. Um, but it's it's still pretty empty in terms of its its content and its its soul. And doesn't really try and do anything that we haven't seen and probably played before ourselves in the games. Um, so yeah, when it does come to them inevitably doing Zelda, then that's what I hope that they will move on from. Um, yeah. I've You've not made seen the guaranteed the cash, so take a risk now. I've not seen the movie, but my biggest problem is they voice swapped Mario, and I had a problem with that. Oh, the voices are pretty naff. I mean, they're, they're not awful uniformly, but they're Why? really not very characterful. Why couldn't they have the original not, guy who played Mario? Well, he oh. said, Charles Martinet said that he's too old, really. He what? couldn't really sustain what? it. I mean, yeah. he's been doing it for ages. He's in his, is he in his 70s now or his 80s? So, he's you know, and world. it's a heavily spoken role as opposed to just making little weird noises. So you, you can kind of see that argument. But the, the reason from the studio's point of view is, of course, he's not a big name. Nobody really right. knows who he is. Whereas Chris Pratt is a hugely marketable person. Same thing with Seth right. Rogen. So get as many but, marketable names attached as possible and you will sell tickets. I yeah. thought I thought they said that one of the reasons why was because um, it would be annoying to hear Mario's game voice that for, was my, for like two hours. That's what I was thinking too because I was like, it's fun in a game because it's intermittent and you hear it sometimes. Right. I would yeah. not want to listen to that shit for an hour and a half. Oh, no. No. <laughs> have, have any of you guys heard the uh, French dub of uh, the Super Mario movie no no uh, man he like he he sounds as if he just popped off from the video game and it gets very annoying after a while i don't uh, watch movies in dub but i just skim through the first could you give us a sample <laughs> what does he talk like i i really don't know. i mean he just sounds like mario but in french i like a spaghetti <laughs> say something in french what mario would have said on this <clears throat> I'll, I'll try and do the mario accent <laughs> go on, <get> <laughs> C'est moi, Mario. It's just so weird. Bonjour. Je m'appelle Mario. I might have to watch this. This sounds so funny. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, fr French dub is always funny. That's why I don't watch it. It's just so weird. But I, I hate French dub. Honestly, I hate it um, with all my heart. I think this one's for you, Uninspired. Do you want to read it from Kratos? <laughs> <laughs> and another one. Oh, sorry. Chat moved up. Escargot. Uh, yes. Escargot. That's how that's how British people say it. Escargot. Look at that. Look at that. Es I think I think you'll find it's Escarot actually. But really, um, no, it's not. That's just <laughs> friendly, not French. A classic <laughs> trading places <laughs> gag. Okay. Shall we move on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's -a me, a Mario. Mm. Okay. That's awesome. Across the Spider-Verse has passed. This is one week, everybody. 300 million worldwide. It deserves it. It's a good movie. Mm -hmm. It's actually close to 400 million right now. 389. Wow. Yeah. So um, that's a lot. I think most of it's from actually Andrew. I just finished <laughs> Spider-Verse for the fourth <laughs> time. Good movie. I'm not addicted. <laughs> No, I don't experience. Say, it took me two denial? attempts to finish it. Oh um, man! What? I didn't. I didn't hate it. I just. But. Though, I. Oh uh, yeah. There's a few fairly hefty buts, which is that 
I, I think it's benefiting immensely from just being not as shit as everything else around it. Um, <laughs> which you can understand because everything else is abysmal. And, you know, there are certain parts of this which are good. <laughs> I'd never seen the original one either until the day before I saw the first, the, the second one. First so I watched them right. both back to back. The first one I thought was yeah. okay, yeah. Right. Um, but because I saw the first one immediately before the second one, I thought, well, hang on a minute. Haven't we already done all of this? Ah. Because there's so much in the second one which is just lifted straight from the first one. That is, I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. And the, the pacing is peculiar. I don't think the multiverse stuff makes a huge amount of sense, and it, it does. It takes the sensible course of skipping over it as quickly as it possibly can to avoid mm. highlighting the nonsense. But you're telling me that every single Spider Person goes along with the theory that spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it yet <laughs> that um these incursions are causing immense damage and that's why you have to stop them from happening whatever the, the main plot is and the evidence for that is well is it miguel the the big guy the, yeah, his family disappeared that's yeah, he's it 2099 like, is the, yeah the there's not a huge amount of evidence to support his and suggestion you know, and the film itself eventually gets bored and tired of it and says you know what no it doesn't actually work that way and miles morales knows it doesn't he's the only one who does every single other spider person ever has gone along with this very very flimsy mechanic that's not been properly well, explained to defend the movie um I, I think uh, actually Andrew actually messaged me and we were talking about this um, because I'm not a massive defender of it like he is, but all, all the same, <laughs> well, he's seen it 18 um, times. right? He really loves it, but all the same, like it would make sense for Miguel to have just picked Spider-Man that would agree with him. I mean, it, because they do talk about in the movie that he's very selective with who can actually. Uh, that was yeah. used as an excuse to stop Miles being suspicious when he wasn't invited and is quite quickly dispelled when he goes there and finds that there are hundreds of thousands of spider people. I mean, if Out that's being picky, though. if that's being picky and selective, then it's not very picky and selective. Yeah. And I mean, half even... of them are idiots. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. It it, it makes out all the the Spider Man to be stupid, and plus, it 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 doesn't make sense because they say that Spider Man is so important to each universe. So why the hell are they all just chilling in like a a random place? No, and I I I brought that up too, uh, just to like argue against myself when I was talking to Andrew. It was just like, but you sit there in the theater and you're kind of arguing with yourself because you're like, yeah, even if I went along with the fact that like if you pick Spider Man that were stupid. You you have to sit there and admit the fact that like Spider Men are stupid. I don't yeah, like thinking exactly. about Spider Man as stupid, right? You know, so yeah. you have to like you either go along with it and try and suspend your disbelief, but there's uh, something in the back of your mind that is. Yeah, folks, Gui Ramos, Cynic X Platoon, Clash of the Titans. <laughs> That's decent, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> That's it is, I mean, No, I, I think I, I can I can understand the argument, which is that that yeah. But that, that what he wants people to think that he's been selective, but that is literally in in the film itself. That Sorry. is an excuse. That is not actually um, the mechanic that's at play. If he is selective, what the hell is the punk guy doing there? The punk guy is completely useless and actually undermines him very very quickly. He's undermined by a number of the people he's supposedly carefully chosen. So either he's a complete idiot, or the hundreds of thousands of people he's carefully selected are all complete idiots. But you can't really get around that unless you are yet prepared to overlook it, which you can do, because there are other parts of the film which are redeeming. Again, it is better than everything around it. The visuals are very impressive. It has some pretty nice sort of beats of family and story again. Um, and it has a bit more fun with a more sensible multiverse than, say, Ant-Man Quantumania does. But the praise for this is wild and it's I, I don't think it's important i don't think it will hold up in the long run either i think people uh, will yeah. be more critical it, it, of this the, later on. that entire plot is just to help prop miles up which is just kind of like 
it, it's not as severe as uh, some other other movies have done where it's kind of like beating down your main character. But it, Peter Parker really is kind of frowned upon in this movie to, to prop um, Miles up a little bit. It, it's uh, pretty annoying. Speaking of Peter Parker, hindsight profits, messaging and a watered down Peter Parquet overall not impressed. Yeah, I think that was another reason why I thought this one wasn't quite so good as the first one. The first one was fairly nice and charming and uplifting in its messaging as well. And it doesn't yes. do Peter too dirty. I mean, this is a specific variant of Peter. Obviously, he has a backstory mm -hmm. which accounts for his character, but he overcomes that in the end. And the messaging is all, I mean, we were talking about this on Open Bar on Thursday as well. The messaging is all quite sort of universalist. Miles is, his moral lesson is he's just as good at like being a spider-man because he has all of the qualities of every other spider-man so there's nothing about say well you're a diverse spider-man that makes you much better or you know something that peter never did it's no if you are you know true to, true of heart if you're courageous if you're prepared to sacrifice then you're just as much of a part of this grand universe as everybody else's which i liked whereas mm -hmm. the second one forgets a lot of that there's a few jokes about the british stealing colonial artifacts from india there's a <laughs> capitalism joke in there somewhere <laughs> the punk guy seems to think there are still fascists in london I mean, and that's what he spends his time fighting. These people have not been to London in 40 years, apparently, uh, because it's very, very, very left-wing and woke. But th So there's bits and pieces like that, and then ultimately, he's being portrayed as much more exceptional than he was in the first one, because he is the only person who initially sees through Miguel's ruse. He's the one who believes he can save everyone. Um, and he persuades a couple of people just in the sheer force of his personality. The only way you can really fix that is if in the third film that's coming out, you actually prove him wrong and you take the bold move of showing that he has to give up someone and somebody important has to die. I that will be a good move. And I hope they do that. But I have a nasty feeling they won't because he's being turned into a bit of a Gary stew. No, actually, I, I actually think that they'll go through with killing someone. I, I think I know who it will be, probably. But uh yeah, I think I do too, only because yeah. I've read the comic books before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, guys. I thought this as well. Uh Melvin Deeply, hello Melvin. Maybe in his universe, because it's multiverse, isn't it? They have fascists in London. Well, I wouldn't know because I couldn't understand a word he was saying. <laughs> his accent well, was yeah. so awesome. thick. The accent was thick and the audio mixing was terrible. Apparently they sent uh because I was sitting New in copies. the theater actually complaining about it too. I'm like can you mm. fucking hear this? Um, and apparently that was a known issue and was everywhere. Uh, Especially the, in the intro, the first 10 minutes. Those yeah, were I couldn't understand really, really anything. Um, oh. Here you go, folks. Joe Darkness coming in with a hammer blow. Peter Parquet is Spider-Man. Yeah, sure. And Miles yes. Morales is a you go, salad different Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like this whole argument, I think uh, just like when anything's successful or is considered good, there's already always some sort of backlash. I think it's a pretty fair thing to say that True. Miles Morales is a Spider-Man, um, yep. and you can't really argue. You you cannot try and force him to be the Spider-Man for anybody because everyone just knows him as Miles Morales. Yeah, that's it that's just the thing. Is what it is. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like. We're we're trying to make Miles Morales the Spider-Man, the like the successor of Peter Parker. And it's like no, just let him be himself, like like Miguel O'Hara. He's Spider-Man twenty ninety nine. You know, just right. give and, him his own thing. And you're not uh, you're not serving your argument by just having Miles constantly fight watered down or B list <laughs> versions of Peter Parker's enemies. Sloppy seconds. So yeah, yeah, like like stop. Just let things be what they are. The movie's pretty good. Uh, no, Gwen isn't a transformer. 
let it go. Oh, but the color scheme, Cynic. The color scheme proves that she but is. But the color scheme. They are. <laughs> <laughs> Miles likes dick. Oh my god. Yes, so Miles likes his best mate. His best friend is called Richard. Shall we move on? <laughs> yes. Sure. Speaking of Peter Parquet, Tom the Holland re- says the script for Spider-Man 4 is looking really good so far. Hope so. I actually, I actually hope that they take a, a playbook from The Amazing Spider-Man, which is my personal favorite Spider-Man movie. Ooh, and, uh, yeah, honestly, I really enjoy The it's Amazing Spider-Man. It's not a bad Spider-Man, movie. Yeah, it's not but I, I like it for very specific reasons that aren't the story. And that's why I want them to take and put into this new Tom Holland Spider-Man. It's just the web, sw- the web <laughs> swinging. Like we need yeah. Andrew Garfield's web swinging. If, it, like, for example, if you look at um, Insomnia Games' Spider-Man, you can clearly tell that they watched The Amazing Spider-Man yes. and basically copied everything. Yes, they did. Yeah, and uh, it it's the best web swinging we've ever had for Spider-Man. It's the best web shooters. Swinging. Everything is yeah, it's it's incredible. And that's no, the I, reason I totally why agree I with that. It. Mm. Yeah, the um, it's interesting. It's like the MCU kind of took a step back. You don't actually see Peter in his trilogy swinging through New York City a lot. Yeah, it's you know, yeah, normally like neighborhoods do. or like out in the fucking woods or something. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's some weird places. It's never swinging in, between, in woods. Yeah, or like in uh, <laughs> like, outer sw- space, but never in his home. As a Brit. Swinging means something totally different. <laughs> Jay Goodwin. You would know most, from experience. <laughs> Jay Goodwin, mostly because it's blank pages. Tom Holland also said that um, he would really like to see Miles Morales brought into the live oh. action universe that he's a part of. Oh, no. And that, that, that's also, please. It, it could be that, but it's also, uh, oh, everything's aligning. You've got two coincidental multiverse arcs with two different Spider-Man, and one of them is currently really popular. And what the MCU really likes is bringing in new, diverse versions of its existing heroes. I can see it happening pretty quickly. The tick boxes are yeah, yeah, but it wouldn't uh, make sense. I was just gonna say, and uh, what's his lesson? Um, the the guy that plays his uncle made a cameo in the Spider-Verse movie. Yeah, Donald Glover. Yeah, that was good. Donald Glover is actually the reason why Miles Morales exists. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like uh, the the creator of Miles Morales said that he saw an episode of Community where Donald Glover was in uh, pajamas, Spider-Man pajamas, and decided to create Miles Morales, and that's why there's even that that specific scene is even in the first Spider-Verse movie. Oh, right on. They show, yeah, they show it on TV, inside the cartoon, the live action version. It's it's pretty fun. I think out of any, um, you know, whatever derivative or replacement character that could make this work, it would be Miles Morales. But they have got to give him his own trajectory and storyline. Like, I For think sure. the Spider-Verse is uh, mm-hmm. like they're doing it pretty well. But I really liked his uncle as the Prowler. But all the same, the Prowler is a Peter Parker villain originally. And so is the spot from this movie. And it's like, mm-hmm. OK, when are we going to give Miles his story? <laughs> Donde esta la biblioteca? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Donde esta la biblioteca? Where's, Where's the, the library? library? Oh. Classic um, Deadpool. Mm. <laughs> anyway. But 
yeah i i just i i don't know i think the if they want to integrate miles morales into the mcu like tom holland's peter parker is way too young they have to wait at least like five six seven years if they want his peter parker to mentor miles morales mm-hmm. didn't the uh voice actor he wants to play oh no he's too old yeah he's, he's too old yeah. now he is yeah, yeah. um do, 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 who would you like to see as the villain for this fourth movie? Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> I would like a grounded uh, street-level Spider-Man movie in going back to basics. I mean, look at it. The, the trajectory of the last three movies was his origin story to get us to the Spider-Man we know and love. So why would you... Like, like uninspired reviewers saying, you you have to give some breathing room before you introduce Miles because Spider-Man just essentially became Spider-Man in the MCU. Yep. So um, I, I would like some street-level stuff. I think mixing it up with the Kingpin would be really cool. There you go. Oh, yeah, like... Titan, Spidey, Daredevil versus yeah. Kingpin. I just want Stilt Man in there for like just one scene, please. He's so stupid, <laughs> but I love him. I love Stilt Man. Uh, but you know, wow. if if we get yeah. Spidey and Daredevil, it'll be the Daredevil that was you know with She-Hulk. So, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, if so they want to make, if they still want to make two billion dollars, a Spider-Man and Daredevil street movie would make two billion dollars for sure. I agree with that one hundred percent. I'm thinking Sony, Marvel, Disney. There's going to be some form of rights issue with that. Mm. Uh, it made too much money for them not to want to stick it out. I mean, with uh, the Spider-Man movies coming to Disney Plus in America now too, they have a long-term oh, okay. deal. Right. So, it, okay. like, right. it, yeah, so it it's it's going to benefit both of them to continue this. Uh, but together. It, it's weird because they have a lot of Spider-Man spin-offs. Like Sony has a lot of Spider-Man spin-offs planned. For example, they're doing a Spider-Man Noir live action. I don't know how that's going to work, but. So I I I don't know if they'd want to keep the Spider-Man IP to themselves and be a bit greedy because they have the Venom verse two and they have well Morbius also. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Craven the Hunter too is coming up. Yeah, they have Craven too. So I don't know, man. Sony's gonna keep this forever. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Uh, Bishop Moore, they'll have Ben Parker as the bad guy. Being a <laughs> problematic white guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay shall we move on yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. guess what everybody <laughs> they're trying to uh, Disney are doing their level best to get um, Emmy nominations for Obi-Wan Kenobi everybody can you believe it outstanding yeah. shitology every <laughs> category Given Disney also put She-Hulk up for awards, oh, I can't right. believe it. What a and and also, Lando season three. And oh god, don't even. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's taking me a day to get through an episode for this. <laughs> but um, it's it's in this country. I don't, I'm sure you have an, an American equivalent as well. We have something called the Advertising Standards Authority, mm. and the Advertising Standards Authority exists to penalize companies which make demonstrably false claims in their adverts. And I'm thinking this might. Kind of qualify. Ewan McGregor dazzles as Obi Wan Kenobi is a an advert and b wildly dishonest. So maybe someone should sue. Mm. Mm, I won't try. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly won't. It was bad, uh, wasn't it? Horrendous. It was. Yeah, it was horrible. Uh, horrible. Here you go, folks. 
Joe Darkness. Yeah, it might win all the Razzies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. It's the worst of them by far as well because of the amount of potential. Because it's so easy to see how this story could have been amazing. Um, mm -hmm. And this is what we got. It makes it worse than The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is dumb as all fuckery. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi could have been good. Go. And the character is beloved. That relationship is beloved. There's, a, there's an awful lot of fondness for the prequels for all of their many, many issues. They still have this fond place in sort of people's meme memory. Um, and that lots of people would have loved to have seen this kind of story, you know, this crossover featuring these memories and these flashbacks, and you can bring back Anakin and you can show sort of how Obi-Wan is trying to adjust to life after. Well, they the have the story, the didn't they? They had a genuine story for a movie. They did. It was, it they was did. going to be Luke. Mm -hmm. And um, then we all know what happened. Oh, yeah, but I mean, just swapping Leia for Luke wouldn't have made this any better. In fact, it would have made it considerably worse. So th that's not really an issue to me. I don't really care. In fact, I prefer it that Luke isn't in it because the closer Obi-Wan gets to Luke, the more damage you're going to do to the original trilogy. They already risk it because well, they have Reaver running after him with a lightsaber and he's never seen one of those before come episode well, four. This is different timeline stuff now. Uh, well, that would be nice. Yes. <laughs> well, it's um, got to be, hasn't it? No, I, I just think it's it's just being wrecked from behind, as it were. So, <laughs> in the same timeline, it's just becoming less and less, less and less sensible as it goes on. No, it's such a huge disappointment of a show, but quite fun to rip. So there is that disappointing. Yeah, it's really bad. Well, honestly, the only the only thing that Disney should actually put up for an Emmy should be Andor, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, firmly I agreed. Thought, um, according to Mega Geek boring af yeah <laughs> it is pretty boring it's not star uh -huh. wars boring uh -huh. af yeah mm. star wars is supposed to be fun it's supposed to have lasers and explosions and lightsabers pew, pew. and, and yes. fun and they're supposed yes. to go on adventures okay simp for the mandalorian more because that's what it's giving you <laughs> if that's your standard for what star wars is mando is your perfect show if you don't like mando maybe you value writing a bit more than you think you do and maybe you should give andor a different shot or a better shot, even. <laughs> um, M. four. Mr. Brown knows all about wrecking behinds. <laughs> <laughs> a few, perhaps. Mm. Um, Nikki Relihan. It's shit. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's really bad. And um, eager folks, uh, one hour 30 later, <laughs> Abject Mediocrity. Hey, Uninspired is back. Hey, Abject. He is. Okay. So to keep are the we show all it's due though, there were fun moments. Um not none Thank of them you, were good. my friend. <laughs> they were all they were all terrible. Um, but there were fun moments. Vader following uh, Kenobi down to a planet and then saying, Did you come to destroy me? That was a good one. <laughs> cam on distance cam shots, that was good. Reva, everything the about Reva was speed fun. Shot things. Oh, uh walk. We gave us Wade, one of the iconic characters in Star Wars. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it had some really, really strong moments. And we had fun breaking it down on this channel. The strongest moments we had from the entire series was uh, in the chat. Mr. Brown Lights, rest in peace, Calculon. True. Yeah. True. Oh, the gate. Who can forget the gate that he has uh, to deactivate? Yes. <laughs> <of> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was really good. Well, yeah, Obi, just walk around it, mate. Just walk yeah. around it. And I like all the the cha the Leia chase sequences where oh. nobody can catch her because oh, everybody's yeah. running on their knees. <laughs> right. I will never, I will never Wait. let anyone live down the arguments they made in my comments section about like Fuck. when 
when uh, the fire sprung up and and Vader <laughs> didn't walk around the fire or anything, <laughs> or and everyone was like, like, "We saw him do two right, seconds or ago. we just saw him put the fire out two seconds ago," and everyone was like, "Well, it's because he loves the chase." <laughs> never <laughs> ever let that go. That was the best cope I've ever heard. Right, he loves the chase. He loves the, the chase. final scene. Oh, is he's me. talking. He's talking with the Emperor, and he's seething because Obi Wan gets away, and the Emperor says. Hmm, I think maybe you care a bit too much about Obi-Wan and Vader says, No, I'm totally over him. And that's it. There's like he's just the whole dialogue thing is just balked beyond all recognition. It's, oh, best, it's a hilarious show. Uh the best moment for me wasn't even on screen. It was the uh Ewan McGregor Carvid. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was acting. Yep. Yep. Uh, I genuinely think everybody would have been on board with this. If they'd have if they'd have given us a non KK story that was true to the original script or original source, original um, Star Wars. Yeah, well, there, there is a book. I haven't read this it one, but there, there is an Obi Wan Kenobi book which covers this same time period, which they could yeah. have adapted because I think it also came out during Disney's period of ownership, so they haven't burned it like they did the rest of the old EU. <laughs> so they could have actually done that as well, and they didn't. Um, for unaccountable they, reasons. They chose poorly, didn't they? They chose poorly. Okay, so uh, let's move on. Uh, there was a little bit of politics on the next one. Do we want to see it or should we pass it? I Up to you. It's your stream. Yeah. <laughs> let's well, do it. Let's just there'll do only it. be you that knows it, Lord, so yes or no? I, I, I don't know what it is. You're, you're <laughs> cock-teasing. <laughs> just, just get, get to Jacinda, the end of the slide. Oh, do I know anything about her bits and pieces? I don't know. What's the story? No, nah, let's move on. Okay. Then. She's be well. She's going to become a dame. Can you believe it? Oh yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. New Failing Zealand should upwards. be a republic, but also I will yeah. happily be a dame of the Order of the British Empire. Sounds all good. Yeah, <laughs> and then there's Holly Willy Booby. Oh, the Philip uh, Schofield stuff that no yeah. Americans know anything about. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> I don't mind. Do you want to get demonetized? <laughs> okay, so. Who saw this? Episode one. I did. Tucker Carlson yeah, on the Twit Twats. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, he, he's uh, he's making it happen, even though he got, well, he got ousted. Uh, listen. And listen, um, you know, I'm not like an overwhelmingly huge fan of Fox News, but I did, I did think that Tucker Carlson, even though I didn't agree with 100 percent uh, on everything that he said, I did think that he did bring some things to light um, yeah. that I found very interesting. For for one, he brought um, a story that takes place in my home state here in America, um, where a factory is being built, uh, which is not too far away from me, which I had no idea was happening. Happening. Um, and uh, as soon as I was done watching his little report on it, I started researching it and making some calls, telling people I don't want this in my state. But uh, yeah, I, I even though I don't, uh, like I said, I don't agree 100% with him, but uh, I did I did like some of the things that he brought to light. And good for him for saying I will not be silenced. Uh, you know, I will make sure that my voice is heard. And uh, I'm not sure if he's going to get sued for this, but uh, I hope what it, if he does, he wins because... Uh, uh, I don't like the 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 getting rid of him because maybe they got rid of him because he didn't they didn't like what he was saying. Uh, Cynic, did you watch episode one? No. <laughs> okay, that went well. Uninspired. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw a bit parts of it, but I, I thought it was interesting. It talks about all the alien stuff and all the politics in America. I mean, I'm in France, yeah. so it's fine. But I, I, I like like Matt said, I really appreciate that he brought some stuff to light that other news channels never talk about, and mm -hmm. that's that's probably the reason why he got booted, anyways. Um, apparently still employed. I think he's on he's on gardening leave. Is is that the technical <laughs> term? Hmm. Uh, well, yeah, he he did mention aliens also, so you know that that always gets me <laughs> interested. Um, eager folks, Tim, I like saying this. Hannah Bomb, we have aliens now. Well, we yeah. do. See, see, this Illegal. is going to be the thing that makes <laughs> Tucker's Twitter show slightly irritating. Is that? Yeah. He effectively the first one I think is the first one where he was talking about the dam explosion in Ukraine as well. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, Carlson, exactly. Carlson is very, very he's a very good speaker. He's very engaging. He can make everything sound like a conspiracy, even if he's just got all of the information from scrolling his own Twitter timeline, which is all the information you'll get from that well, episode. It's true, isn't it? You can <laughs> find on your Twitter timeline. Yeah, it's um, true. All he of it. The thing they don't want you to know is that. It was the Ukrainians and not the Russians who blew up the dams. What are your sources for that? You're being controlled. Well, um, that almost sounded it's, like it's him rumored. Too. I know he just has this way of speaking. I, I, I think I think he's really so engaging. Much. I don't really watch him. I never really have watched him. He I think his problem you. will be on Twitter that he does not have the same research team as he had on Fox, and he's not held to the same. I know it's laughable to talk about Fox and journalistic standards in the same sentence, but nevertheless, I will. He doesn't have the same journalistic standards in play when he's on his own as he does at Fox, and that will allow him to go in slightly wilder directions, which will be really popular, but maybe less mm. usefully informative and less investigative. The, yeah. the US government isn't telling you about aliens is a story that every major news outlet already had been running, and it's unsubstantiated. It's unnamed quotes from a couple of sources who haven't worked in the government for God knows how long. And it's the same story we've had off and on since the 1960s. But Tucker presents it as this new revelation of a conspiracy unraveled. It's really not, but he's very good at making it sound as though it is. Yeah, I, I thought he was actually talking about the, the alien incident that they released like a few days ago that happened in like Las Vegas or something like that. I don't know, like... It, it, ah, I'm someone who believes in aliens, so if someone says, oh yeah, we have aliens, I'll just be like, yeah, I knew it. So. <laughs> um, for the Brits, Ant and Deck, they uh, found an alien, didn't they? I, I have no idea. Stream yeah, killer. That's a <laughs> I killed the stream, everybody. Sorry. Um, I will say... God is my witness. I sent took when he'd lost his job. I sent took a call, uh, Carlson a DM and said, "If you want something to do, I'll give you a job." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear anything back. Mm. I swear to God, I sent him a DM. You should DM him and be like, "Come on our live stream. We'll talk about the musings of the week. Demonetize. We'll talk about your show. <laughs> yeah, we'll come on and say they want you to believe that Star Wars has never been in better shape." But here's the thing. <laughs> here's what no one's telling you. There's a woman behind the scenes. She's called oh, Kathleen Kennedy. And she's actually ruining the franchise, and they're simply not talking about it. And uh, yeah, he has a, yeah, those inflections in his really voice good. drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> that was really good. What they don't want you to know <laughs> is that the gays are at the door with the AR 15. <laughs> Why would America Careful. be like this? <laughs> well, you live there. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, this oh. was the big uh, tech news this week. Everybody see this? A load yeah. of bollocks. <laughs> no, it's Apple Vision Pro. 
<laughs> didn't didn't Google do the same thing like a couple years back with this those is, Google yeah, glasses? Well, everyone's been trying to do this for years. Honestly, they just give you overpriced garbage. Yeah, I'm not yeah. interested in this at all. This Did is it? unfortunately, I think this is going to be the game changer. I think this is the one that everyone's waiting it. for. Well, because it's the first Probably one to selfie. really actually integrate real life with the virtual world. I think that's th that is the difference, and that is what was missing. And of course, Apple's the one to do it. Um, it I I think this is the game changer. Like I can see it twenty years from now. Like it'll just be a contact lens you put in your eye, and everyone's interface all the, the time. Yeah, that's the game changing moment. Uh, I don't know. I think it's like a cool concept, but I still think we're too early with our technology to execute it. Plus, I don't trust Apple because, I mean, who the hell still sells phones without a 3.5 millimeter audio jack? That's just like a crime, honestly. Who still uses wired headphones? Me. Everybody should. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, uh, I haven't used a wired headphone in like five, six years. No, because oh they got God. rid of the headphone jack, so you can't. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. They exactly. Do. And those buds, I don't know about anybody else, but they fall out of my ear like all the time. It's Ear annoying. Buds. Um, Lord, are you available? I can't even go anywhere near this. <laughs> I can, from Gui Ramos. Um, Shuhai Yoshida once said, society, I don't even know if I got that right, but we'll run with it. Once said, society still needs a few decades to fully embrace VR. I don't know when he said that, because people have been saying that for a few decades at this point. Um can you still get those VR headset things in like arcades or bowling mm, alleys? I remember I so, yeah. playing those a couple of times. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I'm giving people motion sickness, but if anyone's going to be able to do it, it probably will be Apple. I mean, that that's Apple's great like experience is is in turning ordinary technology that everyone else has made, but is quite clunky, and actually making it very, very user friendly and marketable, and then eventually bringing the price a little way down. So if anyone's going to do it, it probably will be them. But what? need is it really solving and how comfortable is it going to be and is it going to be worth you carrying well, around a set of glasses which are really expensive to give you what information that you can just get in front of yeah. you in a different moon made no, um, their information the youtube channel moon made two very good youtube Fantastic videos, about videos this. i was about yeah. to say yes. um but all the same like this is just the first step and this is a hundred percent where it's going because if you can mm. just have access to absolutely everything in a contact oh, no. lens in 20 years well, mm. you're going to want to it because it's already started here like the the point of vr um like uh, being abrasive to people was like well you're locked in and you can't like you're not part of whatever room you're in you're if you're sitting with friends like it's just a solo experience with this you can actually like see the other person and have a chat like it's supposed to integrate the virtual world with the real one and that's i think that's the game-changing element here oh um, yeah to be sure i mean the, as it moves toward augmented reality as opposed to virtual reality then it becomes less intrusive and less obtrusive because you're not it's not like this is the weird thing about mark zuckerberg pursuing meta and that you're actually trying to make people <laughs> plug in like project plug in to begin with yeah and then project their own consciousness into a second body to do the same oh. things as they're doing without that cognitive leap in the real world all the time without um, any legs too without any legs and it looks like <laughs> awful i'm pretty sure that the, <laughs> what's the the home screen on the nintendo wii looked better and had rough <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah if Apple goes for AR, then yeah, I mean, you can see there's infinite possibilities with that kind of thing, but it's about the delivery mechanism and are glasses going to be the intermediary step between that and say contact lenses got... or some other mead? Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. It's got to be 
glasses next after the after a headset like this like it's fucking ridiculous looking yeah that's what if true. you've got bad eyesight would it would you bit still bet see what's going on well they'll probably like out integrate something where they where they can fix your eyesight with it maybe it'll, it'll be like it, a specific prescription or they, maybe they'll change the lens or something to accommodate probably it is an impressive piece of kit it's really amazing. Yeah, it's it's actually really impressive when, when you look at the 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 specs and $4, all of that. $4000. <laughs> yeah. Give or take a few quid. Yeah, but the thing is if Apple can solve like they'll create a problem that you didn't know you had and they'll solve it and money doesn't matter because people used to complain like it is um it's the company that's worth more than any company in the world and their Cash macbooks rich. are yes. insanely overpriced their phones yes. are insanely overpriced everything yes. oh, that they 100%. do is crazy overpriced yes. and look what they do like when someone goes to the store or it goes to the uh you know verizon and they want to get a phone it's integrated into their monthly cost and they don't even think about it and that's what's going to happen with this stuff in another 10 yeah. years like you won't go get a phone you'll go get this with your monthly payment and you won't even think about it like yes it'll cost mm. you four or five thousand dollars but you don't know that you're paying forty dollars a month for six years and that's at first as well all the emerging technology is always incredibly expensive until it becomes you know producible at scale and it's cheaper to produce mm -hmm. and they understand the processes better and they can simplify the internals and it will bring the price down after a time um then, then there's sort of the question as to well, what do we really need AR for that we don't already have a device for, which which doesn't intrude in the same way as AR would? So let's say, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to, Google Glass made a big deal of the fact that you could look at something and Google would automatically give you information about the thing you're looking at. Um, how do you control that? How do you turn that on and off with glasses, for example? How does that really work? Do you really need the AR to do to re recreate the function of a phone in a different medium? Um, and then there's there's all the dystopian possibilities that come about at the end of that. In 20 years' time, is everyone going to have an Instagram filter and no one actually knows who anybody looks right. like because everyone's yeah, looking yeah. at each other yeah. with glasses? Yeah. Um, and you can, you can go in deep and dark directions. Oh, with yeah. This stuff, <laughs> One Again, thing. Moon's videos that are very excellent. Uh, um, they go into the dystopian portion of this. <laughs> yeah, guys, yeah. Um, Movie Cynic is correct. Uh, check out the Moon channel. M O O N. He did a couple of vids. Really good. Really good. Moon has uh, a lot of great channel. Uh, great it, yeah, videos. He's, he's quite good. Yeah. Um, Franco Walker, but these headsets only have two hours battery life. Just wait till they. You are the battery, like in the Matrix. <laughs> Matrix yeah. is on its way. But right the, the the big problem yeah. I have with these glasses is that well, what's 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 the use of it? Because I watched the entire nine minute presentation video, and what I took from that is just the fact that oh yeah, you can have this massive screen in front of you. The size you you can have this massive screen in front of you. That's it. That's what they kept repeating at every at the end of every section. So I think that today. Everything that this does, you can just do on your computer. So, I mean, people yeah. wouldn't really... Or on your phone. On your phone. You have your phone on you all the time. I mean, you have to plug this to your phone. So There you go, folks. Yeah. This is a thinking man's joke. Uh, Alex Talon in the chat. <laughs> Rest in peace. Calcu jobs. <laughs> I think they're selling the experience, which from everyone that I've heard who did uh, get to test it out, it's literally like magic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Ma so they'll sell the experience. Yeah. 
while they're working on integrating it into things and extending battery life, making it so this is the thing you have instead of your phone and laptop, you do everything through this thing. Like this is, a, there's nowhere else this is going to go but here, mm. in my right. opinion. I, yeah, yeah. Th there is, of course, the delaying aspect of that, which is that it will take quite a while for other yeah, like 15, people to provide years. actual yeah. content you can use with these kinds of things so you've got the problems of the technological development which is all <laughs> apple's basis then you have the problem of software development which apple can do a certain amount of in-house but generally speaking so you know if you're talking about the latest development in computer graphics cards for example you can buy a really really expensive ultra high spec graphics card but the problem is no one at the moment is actually making anything that you need that graphics card for. It's an immense technological achievement, but it's very mm -hmm. expensive because no one really needs to buy it because no major developer is only marketing new software for the uppermost um, of uppermost ends of, of, of the audience. So it this, takes time on the other side, development side, as well as the technology. Uh, to make this happen, I heard that uh, Apple bought some of the companies who were developing yeah. this technology. Mm. So they just bought them and brought it all in-house. Mm. Apparently, they've been uh, doing this 2016. They've been developing this. Yeah, and so seven this years is down the, the line. It's the kind of reaction that the iPhone got. Like, we already have things that can do this. Why do we need it here? And now it's literally everyone wow. has one. And it just is what it is. I'm not saying that I, I actually would prefer this not to happen because I, I don't mm, like so, where yeah. society can go. I'm just saying, as a matter of fact, I think it is where society is going to go. Yeah, well, I think one thing that I did like that they put when they had the him, the the man that was in the presentation, when he was watching his kids and he was like creating that memory or whatnot. And then he's yeah, like, yeah. You, Jesus can, you can redo this now. <laughs> well, the one thing that I liked about it, and you mentioned context is I always like have these, these times with my kids where I'm like, man, I wish I would have recorded that on my phone. And I think that that, that it's the only thing that interests me in terms of like creating a memory that i can that i can capture um yeah. right off the bat however i'm you not gonna see minority not, report i have that's exactly <laughs> what i was gonna yeah. say i was it, gonna it's say gonna that. be like that you imagine like i'm not saying that it's good but imagine but how many people are going to have 3d videos where they can essentially interact with people who have died uh yep. x's that they miss and they're gonna wallow in their fucking misery doing this stuff but they'll stream buy it so they YouTube. can do it <laughs> Yes, yeah. And hell, yeah. you, you might be walking through the street one day, just minding your own business, and, and you accidentally step on a plate, nice. and then yeah. a memory store just And everyone sees your favorite memory, <laughs> right? Following oh, your ex wife. God. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's never good. Never bet against any of this kind of stuff. Did Paul Krugman, the economist, once say that he thought the internet would have the same impact? on the economy as a fax machine i'm pretty sure that's something he said <laughs> and he's got a nobel prize so you know it says a lot about the state of economics um, but yeah don't bet against this crime. stuff but it's yeah it will be a while before it's properly user-friendly and the other thing with ar because and anyway, we were talking about what happens if you're say visually impaired can you use it well if you're not sufficiently integrating actual reality and depth of field vision if you don't wear glasses before you use this thing you will need them afterwards because it will fuck your eyes up for <laughs> so yeah. long looking yeah. at something that's yeah. right in front of your cornea and that's not good in the long run yeah my parents always told me when i was growing up you know sit far away from the tv well now tv is right in front of our eyes so yeah mm -hmm. okay so um i kind of would like the technology but I think, I don't know, is it a good idea for the human race to be just no. plugged in? It's no. not, is it? Uh -uh. Dopamine hits city, everybody. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. Yeah. 
the matrix plus, you'll have pop-up ads right in front of your face right. yeah i, I haven't oh, heard excitement that. for this well i wouldn't say excitement but the how people are talking about this as such a revolutionary device i haven't heard this since the iphone like uh, they've released the ipad they've released a, a watch and all this stuff and blah 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 and everyone's just like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's this one that kind of has that same um spark about it i'm like oh no <laughs> here we go it's gonna happen <sighs> well, anyway. brace yourselves mm-hmm. okay let's move on Anybody see this? Um, yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Whatever. I've been getting some heat this week. Wow, the whatever podcast getting whatever. heat? No way. <laughs> yeah, they've been getting some heat. Uh, Weird. New York Post, making women look dumb is a disturbing new podcast trend. Maybe they just bring on dumb women. So yeah, maybe um, this is one of the most popular podcasts in the world. All these women have... Whoops. I Oop. clicked that. All these women have access to check out the show. Everyone knows what this podcast yep. is, mm-hmm. and they choose to go on and look right. like idiots, and yes. it's his fault. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's exactly. not his fault at all. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Just do your research before going there. At least just know what the podcast is. Just don't arrive and say, I've oh, never yeah, heard one none of these. None of these women can read and do research. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard Jeez. one guest on this show be like, oh, thanks for the invite. I've never heard of this show. Yeah, yeah. they probably just get paid and leave. That's it. Occasionally, there is a lady person who takes part who... You can tell they're brainy as fuck. Who, Pearl? Yeah, and they... Oh, no, not Pearl. Uh, <laughs> they go just as viral as the stupid women. Yeah. So I, it's yeah. not really... <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know why it's so hard to hold people accountable for their own actions, but it is what it is, I guess. They just go on there for their 15 minutes, don't they? Well, yeah, because a lot of them have OnlyFans, and they're like, "Yes, yes, you, you yes. can go, you can talk." Uh, you know, people in the chat will talk shit about me, but they'll also go on my OnlyFans. Is yep. probably their yeah. mindset. And that's that's when you need the Apple Provision. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But it's, it's what makes these skits and skits like it a little bit satirical and subversive, which is that there is an immense privilege to being an attractive woman on the internet, mm-hmm. and it has. It actually it tends yeah. to select against you having a brain. So mm. if you're if you're a, a random guy on YouTube and you're talking, you have to be interesting in different ways because no one's looking at you for you. Whereas if you're trying to make it big online as a woman, you need big tits and makeup. <sighs> and I you will immediately agree. have an immense well. premium. Well. Or, or you can just be are... a... oh, sorry. sorry, go ahead. Talking about each other, it's, it's not that women are, are like generally speaking less intelligent than men. That's obviously not true. But the point that's being made is that the kind of woman who is likely to go on a podcast like this, who is likely to be successful online in their own right, tends to be not particularly intelligent because the internet is not selecting for female intelligence, which is mm-hmm. an interesting social trend. I saw a cartoon um, animation about basically the reaction of the show. It was all in good fun too, but it was basically like. <laughs> Uh, this woman said something and the host and his guests and the audience members just kept going, this stupid bitch. That's basically, <laughs> <laughs> that's basically um, it. It's right. It's here you go, folks. Fiona M, that's Star Wars girl. I rest my case. <laughs> that's true. Well done, Fiona. Yeah. I do love you. I do yeah, she, love do, you. she doesn't like Andor either. Um, <laughs> I, I do, like, it's, 
Oh, yeah, I mean, it's it's sort Flash of like who was that kid who um who disrupted the video game awards? Oh, no. oh <laughs> Kanye West. And Kanye West. Yeah. But he went on a show with a load of attractive women, and he basically mm-hmm. did the same thing. So, name, yeah. ten name ten name books. books. <laughs> and then, I was like, well, the Hunger Games one. The Hunger Games <laughs> 2. It's like, no, 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 different books. And this 14-year-old kid who is obviously a troll, but he's he's doing the same thing, kind of exposing this this internet propensity to select for a looks over a intelligence for women. Oh, man. Uh, isn't what the Whatever podcast the ones that brought on uh, Jabba the Hutt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gorlock the Destroyer. <laughs> yeah, I, I listen to this podcast all the time. I think it's listen, listen. Listen. Yeah, I, yeah. It's like watching trash TV. Brittany watches more of the clips from this show than I do. Oh, I watch oh, the I whole watch thing. She's fascinated by yeah. it. Yeah, like, it's so fun. yeah, it's so fun, especially when, like, like you said, they just say dumb stuff, and you're like, I like, you're just so like, vacuous. What? Yeah, like, like, vacuous. Yeah, and I'm just piggybacking on what you guys said. They don't do their research on stuff, and then, like, they don't watch an episode of this show because it's like, yo, honey, he's bringing you on to embarrass you oh, because you're obviously, you know, stupid. So, you need, you, you know, just read a couple things, watch a couple of shows. They're pretty funny, and and, you know, you won't do so bad, but I mean, sometimes they just say the dumbest stuff, and you're just like, "Oh, I like." Is mm. this the the future of reality TV? Yeah, you just maybe maybe nature should have weeded you out a couple years ago. <laughs> I also think he just brings them on so you can smash some of them. But that's, yeah, 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 that's me. Yep, yeah. right on. Yeah, I would. I, some of them are hot. I They're not the tens, dis- though. The disturbing thing is, this person doesn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> the disturbing thing is, um, is this the future of, um, well, it's basically the young people, and they just don't know anything? They're just so... Yeah, I actually think it's a good reflection of Gen Z yeah. more right. than yeah. just women in general. Just stupid. They just don't. They're just unaware of anything, really, other than what's going on in their own little world. There's, there's a few have, things like this podcast which are not gender specific and where they do just ask questions of young people generally as opposed to just dumb girls. And yeah, I mean, the yeah. level of stupidity yeah, I've seen is some of them, yeah. really quite shocking. Like, <laughs> what, what country is France in? Uh... <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I also like he brings on a ton of people for every episode and it's like one or two people will go viral with multiple clips because that person is stupid. Meanwhile, it 80% folk. of people there don't actually say anything stupid. Mm, that's true. Right on. Yeah. Um bear with me. Here we go. Chat moved up. Here you go. Black lives all black votes. Gen Z is a lost generation. They are. Yeah. Wait, what? Am I Gen Z? Uh, yes. Uh, they really? Just, they how just, old are you? Uh, twenty-one. You yeah, are I totally are. Gen Z, bro. Uh, oh hell the, no! The stupid. Oh, hell and, no. <laughs> uh, the stupid and ugly ones just hit out at everybody else. Yeah, I agree. and that's a tragedy. There is, I mean, you also so Peter Bogosian, uh, I can't pronounce his name. Boghosian, I think, is this one of the guys who was did the so-called squared hook? Does a, a more sort of highbrow version of this where he goes around university campuses asking university students questions about sort of received opinions so that opinions on critical race theory racial divides in america social justice and you know examining what they actually think about the things that they say because these university kids they tend to be quite eloquent they're good speakers (laughs) um but he will ask them things 
basic factual questions which underpin the beliefs that they espouse, and they don't know them either. So even the supposed upper crust of Gen Z youth and the top American universities are no, they're not really that much more intelligent than the dumbfuck girls you see on the screen in front of you there. They oh, just speak better. They have a larger vocabulary, and they, they've learned to repeat the propagandistic lines given to them oftentimes by their lecturers, and if not Spoon by their fat, lecturers, yeah. then by people like Vorsch or Hassan Piker. They know they're very good <laughs> at repeating other people's dumb arguments, but they are still dumb. Um, here you go, folks. Mr. Brown Lines, that's definitely me. The Whatever Podcasts. <laughs> it's on YouTube, too. That's where I watch it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Some of the people, as I said, um, when a brain box comes on, it's a pleasure to watch. Rest of the time, it's just car crash. Yeah, and it's also funny that she strategically leaves out that he has men on too, and they say True. some really, really stupid shit. <laughs> they do. Yeah. They say some stuff that I absolutely cannot believe is coming out of a man's mouth. So I don't know. I, <laughs> I, it sounds like this person is just very upset. Okay, let's move on. Check it out, everybody. <sighs> Michael Sheen, who I do like, is this old chestnut again, isn't it? Demands only Welsh actors play Welsh characters. He plays English characters in the majority of things he does. He plays a vampire in Twilight. Yeah, You know what it is then, don't you? He needs double, double fucking standards. Fucking standards. Yeah. Get in the bin, Michael. He needs a job. <laughs> He's well, a good I think... character actor. It's just a shame that he opens his mouth when people haven't written lines for him. Mm. Is he the only Welsh actor other than uh, Anthony Hopkins? So basically everything for him. Yeah, there's only two Welsh actors in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so that's his logic, isn't it? So yeah. he gets all the work. It is sheer double standards, though, isn't it? Oh, it is. When are they going to get, as I said, when are they going to get blue aliens to play the Avatar hmm. aliens or... Uh... Any day now. Yeah, very soon. Probably. Well, we I have to hope that they're blue. I just don't understand the logic. Isn't the old point of being an actor is that you act? Yeah. yeah. Or, is that, or is that me? Is that you can embody another person. There you go. Embody a character. Be someone who you are not. But I don't know. Hmm. Movie opinion, uh, if any, nope, none. Moving on, okay. <laughs> stream killer, everybody, stream killer. <laughs> uh, Bishop Moore, yeah, Welsh sheep, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Michael killed it, everybody. Let's move on. Nope. Oh. Hmm. oh, okay, yes. <laughs> oh, uh, <God>. that... <laughs> this, go ahead. I didn't say anything. Go on. No, I thought Listen. you were. I thought you were going to. I thought you were just going to read out the tweet and everything. The, the Do you want to? Uh, yeah, go on, Matty. Okay, go I will. I will. Listen. I will. Uh, Zack Snyder claims non-binary character brings heart to upcoming Netflix film series Rebel Moon. Uh, okay, well, good for him. Sure. It, it's still yeah. gonna. It's not gonna be that great. It's gonna be like a bunch of nonsense just thrown together with some action sequences. It's, it's Zack Snyder. Yeah, it's it's not gonna be. <laughs> it's not gonna be that. I mean, it might be visually pleasing at some points in time, but it's not gonna be that. It's not gonna be good story wise for sure. 
You know, Zack Snyder's, I, I, in my personal opinion, Zack Snyder's most competent film was his first movie. Yep. And that one was actually written the by Dawn James of the Gunn. Dead. Yeah. Was it the Dawn of the yep. Dead one? Yep. Yeah, I, I agree. I actually, that's like my, my favorite one that he's ever done. <laughs> it's a really good movie. I rewatched it, in like, I think it was a month and a half ago. It really stands up well, holds yeah. up well, actually. Yeah. I mean, and then um, I like I like his Watchmen, except for the end. I thought it was, uh, yeah. yeah, that's like my favorite comic book. So I really was in, I was excited for that movie, but he kind of let me down a little bit. But I, uh, I fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. I I realized that it was just not. He just copied the comic book way uh, too much. Three hundred, everybody. That's a good one too. Yeah, three hundred is cool. I got three hundred. Yeah, it's not gonna be. This is not gonna be good though. Have you guys seen the stuff that he's put out for it? I'm all like, this looks like shit. I'm like, no, I know. wow, I what a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I don't even like your spaceship. Your spaceships look dumb. I was like, I'm not interested. But I'll, at the same time, I'll watch it for sure. Yeah, you said it's an epic space opera. So I yeah, this is what I heard uh, from Matt Matt Nizak. Isn't Rebel Moon supposed to be a Star Wars ripoff? Yeah, I heard that it was. This generation Star Wars, whatever that means. Is, is this a okay? Show? Is this a show <laughs> or is this a? I thought it was. He, it says series, but is this a movie or? I thought this was a. Uh... I think it's like a trilogy or something. Oh, oh. okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. Because I was gonna say, if this is a show, I don't want to watch a show. What I'll happened to his uh, Army of the Dead uh, movies? What happened to those? That's a great question because that first <laughs> one was not that great. <laughs> like they made two. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't know. I'm not interested in any more of those. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a big problem with Netflix overspending. I mean, they give Ryan Johnson how how many movie deals now? Zack Snyder too. Yeah, why are they giving these shitty directors like these 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 uh, deals? Like because they have an idiotic cult following. <laughs> will guarantee at least like five hundred thousand people watching. Go, he's fucking brilliant, genius. <laughs> you, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny because it's so true and so true <laughs> you know, it's like some, pe some people will try and defend sucker punch and tell you that oh yeah it's it's a genius movie yeah i didn't get that movie at uh, all. cynic best uh, snyder film uh dawn of the dead right for sure worst yeah. <laughs> all of them it's all, all in the vacuum right like it's all they all suck DC of an equal amount. Jeez, uh, um, probably Batman versus Superman, which we're going to review at some point. Ultimate mm. edition. Um, are we? Uh, we're, we're streaming on this tomorrow, aren't we? Yeah, but I have to see. So I got an early showing of the Flash, so that I can get a review out before everybody else. Um, oh, so I'm only uh, in here in nashville they have one showing and it's like four days early and i snagged a ticket to it so oh, nice. so Lucky. i get to see it tomorrow night and in imax nice. but uh so i'll only be on that stream for an hour but it's basically just going to be me trolling that one guy who's defending <laughs> like i'm can you explain this to me i don't get it uh, in the uk what, uh, what date like on what day of the week do movies release on fridays uh it's not uniform but the next several are all releasing on fridays yeah which is really okay. annoying when you do a live stream on monday and you want to have a video to premiere into it because that gives me two days to try and hammer a flash review together well, move um, to france here it's every wednesday that they release movies oh yeah that is better yeah hmm. i've got some bots in huh. oh, see that okay. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. I'm, I'm jealous that you're going to watch the uh 
flush early. Me too. I'm jealous. It's smart. Well, I'll I'll let you know my emotions on it, but I won't tell you what happens. No, no, give us all the spoilers <laughs> in, in the private chat. That's yeah. You can <laughs> you can spoil it for me. I want all the spoilers. I I have zero problems with spoilers, like at all. Mm. Can you secretly uh, video the film and send it to me? So I, don't I can, actually. I can sit there. I'll bring a battery <laughs> charger and just record the whole thing in 4K. <laughs> uh, mods, could you take care of Mr. Burgles? Yeah, Mr. Burgles is legit. Yeah. Is it a bot farm? Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. should probably just leave him. In a second. Yeah, look, look he's back. Him. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's a bot farm, must be. Nice job, Mr. Burns. <laughs> you bitch. Well, this is why you give literally everybody a wrench. So there's really, yeah, really come no on, wrenches. coming to Start back. earning your fucking wrenches. What the? Burgles always win. Apion, dude, it's serious. <laughs> Go on, Maltz. Um, sort him out. Okay. So, so back mm. on topic, who is this supposed um, non-binary character in this no idea. thing Don't that I've never heard of? Don't care. No idea. Um, would you be able to read this chat, please, Lord? I can't pronounce that. I can, from Hephaestus Rising for 550 Canadian Californian Communist Dollars. If space opera is what you're looking for, look no further than Ian M. Banks' surface detail or consider Phlebus, I think that's pronounced. Or Phlebus? I think it's Phlebus. Um, yeah, I've not read either, but I will take a look. Hmm. Hmm. Do you know, I've never seen a uh, bot or a spammer like that. Wow, impressive! That's got to be that's got to be software driven, hasn't it? Someone. Oh yeah, someone really fucking hates. It's a planned attack. That's a trap. Okay, shall we move on? Sorry, chats. Mister Burgles has been a pain in the ass. So mods, you're gonna have to sort it, please. Shall we move on? Yep. Anybody see this? Speaking of flash. I My, did. Michael Shannon. Shannon. This is Shannon. hilarious. Yep. Um, just basically saying it's not proper acting, it's just playing with action figures, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You forgot to leave out the part where he said um, Man of Steel was an in depth character study. Yeah, it kind of says that. <laughs> yeah, it says, uh, I don't even care. I really felt like Man of Steel was actually pretty sophisticated story. Ah, we just don't understand. Mm. I will have to say though, I really I like Michael Shannon, and I did think he did a good job. I, I, uh, yeah, it's not the best movie, but he, I feel like he did a good. I liked him as Zod personally, and I do like his armor there. It's very, except for those stupid helmets; they're so stupid. But um, mm. yeah, that's my. That's I will I find him. <laughs> I will find her. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> massively disappointed with uh, Man of Steel. Yeah, but he t he t he keeps taking the check. So I mean, you know, it may be like playing with action figures, but he's getting paid for it. Mm. Yeah, mm. it's true. But uh, and you know, Man of Steel is a uh, it's it's fine. I mean, it's bad, but mm. but I still I enjoyed because of Hans Zimmer's score. That's it. 
I would I would tell you right now though, if I was him, I'd I'd play Zod as long as I could. Ride that money train to the bank. True. Know. As we know, Cavill was great. I I liked all the kind of um, background stuff, you know, the family stuff. Mm-hmm. It was flawed, but right on. I don't think they should have killed Zod. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing I think, like this is a thing, and I'm I I, I get crap for this because I get told I'm defending the movie, but my whole thing about that is is like, if he didn't kill Zod, where were they gonna put him? I mean, he's got superpowers, so it's not like they can just throw him in a regular jail cell. So, um, that's the only thing I have that I'm just like, I don't know what they would have done with him if he would have survived. Uh, Cynic, anything good about um, Man of Steel? No. <laughs> 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 it's fucking garbage. <laughs> a bad movie. Mm, okay. Um, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, folks. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to end the stream early. Cause of... Oh, no, because that means he wins. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah, well, it's, but... well, it's up to you, but I personally would stubbornly carry on. Okay. I'm going to throw it out to the chat. Do you want to carry on? Because it's really fucking annoying me. Just don't if it's annoying it. me, I know it's annoying you. So, um, guys, do you want to carry on, persevere? Because it's kind of knocking the right. He's the... literally trolling you. Don't let some fucking douche win. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least he changed his comments. I mean, just I, I've just been reporting him since. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've generally never seen. It's probably Zack Snyder himself. This won't bring your daughter back, bro. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> what? Too early, mate. Okay, let's persevere then. Yeah, show must go on. Yes. Um, I don't know if he did this last week because I'm old. I can't remember. But uh, Flash currently has 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. Or is it tomatoes? It's tomatoes. It's tomatoes. Yeah. It's tomatoes. You're all wrong. Yeah, it's tomatoes. I mean, are yeah. we though? I, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think it's tomatoes. <laughs> I just say tomato. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I was going to say. Here we go. Joe Darkness. He must have one hundred accounts. Does that mean I get the uh, watched? Yes. Theoretically, yeah. Maybe it's boosting your algo. Um, <laughs> so you'll lose more viewers the more you keep talking about him. So on the yeah, flash, sure. uh, is there anything really to say? So like critics don't hate it. Okay. Yeah, and I, uh, yeah, I think it'll be fine. I mean, like, listen, if you, mm, so if you, yeah. I don't think it. Uh, from what it sounds like, if you. I mean, I do. I have seen some people that absolutely hate it, but I just go, it can't be an absolutely train wreck of a movie. But I mean, if you don't love it, I get it. I I, I feel like most people would just be like, it's okay, you know. Um, but yeah, and seventy three is it's still fresh, um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you go, Bishop Moore. Mister Brown forced me off to go see it next week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to see this movie. I'm excited. Cynic, looking forward to your preview? Uh, I was really hoping it was as good as everyone was saying it was going to be, but you should never believe the hype. I don't I don't know why I feed into these things sometimes. I think it's just like I, I want it to be good. But 
I, I will never go into a movie theater and lie to myself. Uh, all this is telling me is that it's just not as good as everyone was making it out to be. And it's just going to be fine. And that's mm-hmm. fine. That's fine. Lord, are you going to go see this in the theater or are you going to India? Um, no, probably because it takes a while. It takes a few days for things to make their way over to India. And I want to go to this as quickly as possible. So, yes, I shall be in the cinema at the front with a table and a notepad. And uh, <laughs> largely disinvested in the actual thing because I really don't care about the Flash, and I'm not a DC person, but needs must. It's Wednesday, isn't it, for the UK? Is it? I thought it was Friday. I think it's out on Wednesday. Oh well, that's better. That gives I was me more cons- time. Yeah, I was considering um, going Wednesday. Hmm. On the other hand, it gives me less time to work on the Mando video, so swings and roundabouts, but. Yeah. Uninspired, you're going to go see it? Sure. Uh, I might take a trip to India. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. It depends on what I have to do this weekend. But yeah, normally, well, since I have to do a review on it, I'll probably go see it. But I'm trying to get, make some time because I'm still not done with my Spider-Verse video. Mm-hmm. So I hope I can finish that in a few days. And I want to take the time to watch all the Keaton movies and stuff because I haven't seen them since I was a kid. Wow. Uh, yeah, I grew up on Batman and Robin, so <laughs> yeah. Sorry, um, you go, you go, Iceman. I'll watch it in India. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, but, then we've got uh, super chats. Uh, Hooligan S three for twenty dollars. Thank you, Hooligans. Don't let the trolls win. Keep bogged and carry on. We'll try. It's a good slogan. Mm. Keep bogged. Um, I would probably think that YouTube may have a problem if if one user can do that to a stream but anyway Um, so as I said I'm looking forward to this me too it's going to be difficult separating the knobhead from the artist and character and all that stuff but uh, we'll do our best you can do it you can do it I don't know, because if I understand it, there are two flashes in the film. He's playing both of them, so maybe it's actually a really carefully done artistic depiction of his own mental crisis. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, their own mental crisis, because they're multiple people. Ah, Yes, yes. What are... Is it they, them? So if there's two of them, what what is it? It's still they, them. It's the great thing about this. They, they, them. I'm confused. (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's move on. Speaking of, you can do it. Um, I think this is an old story, but it popped up again on the feed. Arnold Schwarzenegger says he suggested the change. I'll be back to I will be back in the Terminator because he thought it sounded more machine-like. James Cameron responded with are you the writer? Don't tell me how to write. Oh, James Cameron should have said, talk to the hand. <laughs> talk to the hand. He's not entirely wrong. I think I'll Be Back does work better. And obviously the Terminator's point is it's supposed to be able to... Ba- it can do basic infiltration. So yeah. contractions like that are, I suppose, okay. But I remember that being one of the things when Hayden Christensen pops up and plays Vader in the Kenobi show 
Vader doesn't use contractions like I'll. Oh, he, I think he always says I will until it's Anakin again, and the mask gets broken, and then Hayden Christensen forgets Vader's own manner of speaking. Um, in TNG but, couldn't do it either. I know, and I, I kind of. I'm torn on that one. I, I think in I'll Be Back works in the, the Terminator's case just because of what the Terminator is and what it's supposed to be capable of. But technically, I Will Be Back is more robotic. He's right. Mm. Um, with the Austrian-German twang, sounds even better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. Get to the job. Honestly, Arnold Schwarzenegger is like the, 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 the easiest person to impersonate, especially with Predator and Terminator. Mm-hmm. Right. Can you do some? Get to the chopper. <laughs> Get to the chopper. I mean, I can do. Everyone can do total recall. <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> you are a girly man. <laughs> um, eager folks. Uh, Franco Walker, Mister Baronline says me. I accidentally got rid of Atom Greg. Please <laughs> bring back. <laughs> Oh man! Oh. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Friendly fire. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, Much must folks. be risked in war. Uh, black lives or black votes. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. I, yeah, you're right. He is the. the he is easy to to quote. Hmm. <laughs> oh fuck! It's too good. And on that, let's move on. Speaking of. Oh, uh, piss off. Oh, <laughs> did it? See, I still haven't watched this movie. Avatar, The Way of Water just got added to Disney Plus this week. Great movie. But it's been out on digital for a while, but just not on Disney Plus. Yeah, I haven't seen it still. I have no desire. I think that's but... why my, yeah, because my, my views have just jumped up again for this video. So that's usually the way I know it's gone on to Disney Plus. I don't actually yeah. see it on Disney Plus. It's just I notice it in the back end at YouTube. So oh, that's on a weird upward trajectory. I right wonder on. if Disney's cashed in again. Yes, it has. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you did not like this movie, did you? Uh... No, I, I didn't. No. Complete long ass soulless waste of time. <sighs> mm, it wasn't. Brilliance, but it I still enjoyed long. it. Way too long for what it was. Cynic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Not your thing. This was it either. No. Um. It's funny how things work, isn't it? Because Especially when I first released blue, blue as well. I know. I first released my review, which was quite negative when it just came out and everyone was very upset with me. And then as it went along, the video got way more views and went way up because it's almost like people are like, yeah, you know what? This movie sucks. Whatever. Yeah. All those people who just reliably popped up and say, lol, it made over a billion. So you're wrong. So oh, where are God. you now? Yes, it did make a billion. It's still shit. It's made mm. more money since then. It's not any better. Mm. We talked about Transformers for 45 minutes. Those movies <laughs> made a lot of money too. And they're ass. <laughs> yeah. uh, you got a punchable face. I gave up after about an hour. Fair enough. Yeah, That's I still, when I... started to move a little. Oh, see, I still have no desire to watch this movie, like at all. So. Oh, it's just a screensaver. You can find one of those old... I did that for the video. Find one of those old Windows XP, Windows 97 fish tank screensavers and just put that on. It's cheaper. It's more fun because you get to try and like predict where the fish are going. And oh, which they were fish good. They were. I know. Yeah. It was great fun. 
Uh, Fiona M in the chats for five dollars. Thank you, Fiona. Mr. Brown always wins. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. A little help from his friends. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, mods. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, as I said, I think YouTube has got a problem if there's a bot attack like that. But anyway. Yeah, but they uh, underestimated how many mods you have. <laughs> all the channels that could possibly be targeted for this. We, we criticized them for so long, and now it finally comes back. It, <laughs> it was all for a reason. Thank Fook. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. I enjoyed it. It was flawed, a bit self-indulgent at times. Story was a bit loose, blah, blah, blah. Lots of plot holes, but I still enjoyed it. Move on. Anybody see this? Um, John Carpenter writing a zombie horror game. Hmm. Toxic Commander. Yeah, Commando. I saw the trailer. It looks... Uh, 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 I don't know. Maybe this is just me, but I feel like there's a lot of zombie fatigue in video games now, the same way it was mm. in the I'm early films. 2000s. Yeah, the same way it was in the early 2000s with films. I think that's what we're, we're seeing with the video games. Because I there's just so many, and they all just l look the same. For example, I saw the trailer of Toxic Commando, and I don't know, it just looked the same as anything. Unless they change the game mechanics to make it unique. Even then, I think the people are a bit tired of zombies. Plus, even they had those, um, you know, the Last of Us zombies, you know, like the the blobs. Oh, well, there's always a blob in a zombie, zombie game nowadays. So they just have, you know, all of that. And I just think it gets boring after a while. But maybe the story could be good. Story could be good. I'll give it that. Platoon, you're into video games. Did you know um, about this? No, I didn't. No, no idea. Um, news to me. But Is Carpenter desperate for work? I don't know. I mean, uh, he shouldn't. Well, what's he done great... recently? He said that he wants to remake. Uh, not remake. He wants to do a sequel to the thing. Oh God, I'd pay for that. Mm, that yeah, would be yeah. fun. Hopefully. That's what he said. He said. Um, he said he's sworn to secrecy for now, but there may or may not be a thing too soon. Well, then he said that on me. Yeah. It will be interesting to see just how much involvement he really has. Like, is his is this his name above the door because he's you know recognized in the genre? Has he actually written oh, a, a go. Sort of game? Apparently. Uh, yeah, it just doesn't always translate. Um. Michael Crichton, who did Jurassic Park, was big into sort of emerging technology and video games were emerging technology in the 70s, 80s. So he got involved in those very early on. He did a video game version of, I think, Prey, his book novel, Prey. Um, hmm. I don't think the game itself was particularly good, though. And the story in the game wasn't particularly good because it's a very, very different experience. Even writing a screenplay to writing a game is a very hmm. different experience. So going from a, you know, a novel to a game is difficult. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I might keep an eye out for it when it comes out, but it had completely passed me by. I'd never heard of it before. Mm. Um, I would imagine a zombie game could be quite frightening on a uh, Apple Pro Vision. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. Do you get I like know. a um, a commode or a colostomy bag attachments? Ah. <laughs> uh. Honestly, uh, uh, yeah, now that you mention it, I think the horror movies and anything horror-related on the Apple Vision Pro will, I mean, yeah, that, that would scare you to death. Uh, you got folks, Melvin Deeply Prey was a half-decent book. And then uh, Appian, yeah, Resident Evil did it best. 
Mm, yeah. Well, that's that's the other thing, because with the premise, you know, you've got an overly familiar genre. There are too many zombie things around. There have been too many zombie things around since The Walking Dead, because everyone got into zombies when The Walking Dead came out. Yeah. And on the second part, you've got probably too many zombie video games specifically, um, because you know everything from Call of Duty has a zombie mode to... Um, God, I can't even name them, but there are loads of, of you know zombie-focused, fa- zombie-based video games. What, what can you do with this that has not been done before and that really distinguishes it, except for the fact that it's got John Carpenter's name in its title? Um, that will be interesting to see, but if it's just a generic sort of scroller shooter, then nah. You guys think it's an Elden Ring situation? Did, um, what was his name again? George R. R. Martin actually like participate in Elden Ring, or did he just like sit down and have lunch and that's it? I mean, it was said that he did he did the law building stuff. So the guy, I can't remember the guy's name who runs the studio, he wrote the the story for it. George R. R. Martin didn't write the story, but he did help build out the world stuff and some mm. of the the mystical elements and the sort of the the spiritual elements that go into it apparently come from George R. R. Martin. But yeah, it's one of those when you can't really tell how much input was really there and how much it's just name recognition. Yeah, uh, Lord, are you available to read a super chat, please? I am, though my microphone is literally about to fall off the stand. Um, yeah, from Gui Ramos for uh, 2790 mm, reals mm. of some description, I would guess. Not entirely sure. Uh, Control slash Alan Wake has the most unique take on zombie-like enemies. It's an extra-dimensional threat that operates through sound in Control. I did play a bit of Control, and it seemed kind of interesting. Um, but I think it was only a demo, so I never finished it. But yeah, Control's a new take on on the genre. I think it won some awards and probably deservedly so for trying new things. Um, But yeah, the number of of games that really genuinely try new things versus just repeat and repeat and repeat for a quick buck is is not high. Um, Speaking of video games, uh, there was a new Star Wars trailer today. Did that? Anybody see that? New Star Wars game. I didn't yeah. catch the trailer, but I heard the news. So this is the open world game from yeah. Ubisoft. Um, it looks which... incredible. Yeah, well, yeah, I hope so. I mean, the premise, from what I gather, is that it's set between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Um, and so you are a female bounty hunter mercenary type person with a sidekick who goes around. It is an open world game. Um, and I think it's scheduled for release next yeah, year. But then again, it is, it's Ubisoft. So um, we might see it by 2026 and it might be playable by 2028. But we'll see what okay, happens. Okay, elephant in the room, strong female character. Mm. I don't know. It will depend on the character. There's nothing innately wrong with having a female lead who is strong and capable, but like, how fleshed out is she? Is she a Mary Sue strong and capable? Is she a generic cliche strong and capable woman? Or you know, is she actually properly written? Um, because you know, no one was complaining when Tomb Raider came out that Lara Croft was a woman. So I, I tend to not prejudge things or try not to prejudge them, um, even if all the signs point to generic Mary Sue, because there's always a chance it won't be, and you won't know until you've seen it. Uh, Smilex at Miss Brown says me. It looked like a cutscene. It did a very good one. Uh, black lives or black votes. Girl boss. Yeah. Did she have big hooties like Laura Croft? Is the female character? <laughs> I'll have to look it up. I wasn't looking at. I was looking at the spaceships. Oh gosh. <laughs> Some. I remember Tie Fighters and all that. Okay. So we'll move on. John Capita writing for a zombie game. Another zombie game. 
Anybody see this? A new comic. Uh, yeah, I think I did see this. Uh, Marvel Comics announces Predator v. Wolverine. And we're not talking about Philip Schofield either. <laughs> For the English people. A four-issue limited series written by Benjamin Percy with art by Andrea DeVito, Ken Lashley, Kai Zama, Greg Land, and more. It seems interesting, Predator vs. Wolverine. I would watch it. Yeah. Uh, You're into comics, aren't you, uh, Matty? Yeah, I love comics. They're like the best. It's like one of my favorite forms of, of entertainment. So I'll, I'll I'll definitely pick this up, the, at least the first issue. Um, yeah, just to, to check to see. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I'll definitely check it out because, I mean, it looks interesting. Wolverine's a, a good character, but I love Predator, so I will definitely be checking this out. Are they a little bit desperate, though? Predator v. Wolverine? I Who mean, thought of that? I'm not quite sure, but they've always what? done they've always done stuff like this before, where they'll take something you know yeah. random and mix it together just to you see. Go this way, you want? <laughs> <laughs> mm. I'd I'd read that too. <laughs> just as my uh, mouse dies, I don't think we're doing very well tonight. My mouse has died. Oh man! And uh, yes. Um, oh, sorry. Chat moved up. Here you go, Predator v. Wolverhampton. Uh, yes, I used to live in Wolverhampton. Batman versus Predator has happened like four times, I think. There are yeah. four series. Um, yeah. they're actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I like those too. Yeah. yeah, they always, yeah, they always, they always mix these things together, and they're actually like, well, not all of them are hits, but uh, you know, they're at least they're like fun. You just get a, you know, I think yeah, they're Superman versus up. Aliens too. Oh mm. yeah, yeah, maybe I don't remember if there was. I don't remember all of them. Uh, but does does this genuinely stand a chance of being half decent? Not like, uh, do you remember Snowflake and Safe Space? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean they have a good track record of combining these things, and comic books get away with so much more than movies. Like that's what I was also saying about um, across the Spider Verse. Like it does stuff that it gets away with and can be praised just by the sheer fact that it's animated versus if you tried to do the same movie in live action it just is what it is it's also why you can't adapt things directly one to one from one kind of mm. medium to another because it, it, it just it happens to work in this for whatever reason we could sit there and have a cool little analytical discussion about why but it just they pull this shit off all the time in comic books all the time yeah it's, it's, all, it's always a fun read anyways it's, it's nothing harmless yeah, unfortunately, they have Greg Land, who's terrible, but <laughs> is what it is. Okay, um, shall we move on? Yeah, let's move sure. on. Yeah. Um, somebody posted this, and I thought, okay, we'll go with it. This was from the original script for uh, Blade Runner. Deckard's final voiceover. Um, Deckard, I knew I knew it on the roof that night. We were brothers, Roy Batty and I, combat models of the highest order. We had fought in wars not yet dreamed of, in vast nightmares still unnamed. 
We were the new people, Roy and me and Rachel. We were made for this world. It was ours. So, according to some YouTubers, um, Deckard, replicant, not replicant or human, isn't it? So, it is, I mean, th this is the question of authorial intent, though. If this is a, an early version of the script that was never, in fact, made, then yeah. is it really relevant to the question of is Deckard a replicant or not in the film that we actually got? Um, and in this situation, I'm inclined to think no. I mean, it might give us a lead into what the creator was sort of vaguely thinking at the time the script was written, but it's not really a, an entry into that debate even. It's it's a discarded idea as opposed to something that was actually presented. Mm. For, for someone who's only seen the uh, theatrical cut of Blade Runner and who didn't like it because of the way the story was told, what version would you recommend? Uh, the other 1199 versions. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the theatrical is, is, is probably the most different of all of them. It's such a strange decision to have made because it's the one, I think, where um, Harrison Ford is narrating it because it's a f much more of a film noir detective yeah. style story. None of the others, or at least most of the others, have that narration at all. That's not how the story is told. Um, so it's it's a much more cerebral film because he's not narrating absolutely everything he's doing and thinking and saying. I can't mm. remember... The distinctions between all of the cuts there which is like the longest definitive cut um go with that one okay okay i'll rewatch it i think i saw the uh the final cut with polish subtitles that was interesting hmm. but i think it was kind of obvious what he was definitely a replicant stream killer <laughs> Silence is golden. Okay. We are going to review Blade Runner at some point. I've been sitting on the stills for over a year now. Oh, wow. And we've just never got around to doing it. The first Which version uh, did the stills come from? From the uh, final cut. Mm -hmm. So I think the opening, uh, the, the graphic I did was the 40th anniversary live stream that was a year ago so it'd be 41 now oh, wow. so yeah we've been sitting on that for over a year so we need to do it up at some time uh, at some point yeah because it is a great film oh it is very much so didn't understand it when i was 13 coming off the back of star wars or empire strikes back i thought what the fuck is this <laughs> No, no, me, the last time I watched it, I was about 15 and it was the theatrical cut and that really, like, it just pushed me off. Uh, it's the way that the story was told that I didn't like it, not the story itself. So I think the, as you guys said, a different way that the story is told than easily. I, I'd probably enjoy the film more. Um, here you go, Atom Gray. Please let me on the panel for that, Mr. Brown. You won't regret it. <laughs> R2, great film. I didn't watch it for many, many, many years. And as I said, I recently watched it probably last year to do the slides. And I just thought it's fucking great. Is the sequel any good? I even like the uh, the sequel. It's, it, apparently it's not canon, blah, 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 all that stuff. But no. yeah, this, for what it is, I enjoyed uh, 2049, yeah. 
Okay. It was better than I thought it was going to be, but it yeah. doesn't really hold a candle to the original because it, it's just not, it doesn't really do anything. It doesn't add a huge amount. It's not as profound. It's not as groundbreaking. It's a much more visually boring film. Um, they lose this sort of very sort of colorful, exciting post-apocalyptic LA sets for this monotone. New York everything. now, mate. Yeah, New, New York. York. Yeah. New York, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah but, but it was it was better than I thought it was going to be. It's not. It's it's watchable. I would probably oh, rewatch it. Great soundtrack, especially in the summer. Uh, M Duke eighty four for two fifty uh, California woke dollars. Uh, Deckard is an anagram of deract, so boobs there. Okay, a bit tenuous, but okay, we'll go with it. Okay, um, we'll move on, folks. Well, we will we will do Blade Runner at some point. Like we're going to do the Matrix, and anyway, let's move on. Finally. Anybody see this? My what? little Danny. Danny, is it Tio? Oh, God. It's Machete. Yeah. I'd buy one. Yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. Everybody in the Twitter feed said, get it produced. Oh, that this was Danny who. Uh, yeah, that was Danny who uh, posted that on his Twitter feed. Oh, yeah. I'd buy one. My little Danny, Danny Trejo. Plus, the machete turns into a comb. That's nice. Cynic, you're you're into things like this. You buy that? Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> Show me the pre-order. I'll order everyone a copy. I'll order everyone one. Mm, I kind of get the feeling they probably would produce it. They should produce it. Yeah, they should. Honestly, this would fly off the shelves. I respect the Audi belly button. <laughs> Uh, oh, here we go. Um, Apion, does he hunt the My Little Ponies? Wow, mm. interesting. <laughs> I'm sure there'd be some kind of copyright issues. They couldn't do it with My Little Danny, could they? Would they be it's too close to My Little Ponies, isn't it? Well, even if not, you could buy one of these and you could buy some separate My Little Pony action figure whatever the hell they do and have him kill those that would be fun he could True. ride the my little ponies mm, yeah they should just make an animated movie of dan trejo killing ponies there you go <laughs> my little ponies um here you go oh sorry chat moved up fear m this is brilliant yeah it is <laughs> my little daddy take my money hmm. And on that, I think that is it, folks. Ooh. In fact, I know it's it. So, <laughs> chat, you are wonderful. I think we kind of got the um, the wind knocked out of our sails for a little while, but we kind of pulled it out of the fire. So, chat, you are wonderful. Uh, we will see you next time. I think we're on Wednesday to uh, do more. Phantom Menace Part 4. So, chat, you are wonderful. We'll see you next time. I will thank the guests. Uninspired reviewer, thank you, my friend. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you, chat. Good as always. And great modding, getting rid of... Uh, you know, the <sighs> there are a lot of them. <laughs> great to have you on, my friend. Uh, well, thank you. Movie Cynic, cheers, my friend. Cheers, my friend. We'll see you next time.
will that be tomorrow, dude? Uh, well, I mean, you can come on our show tomorrow if you want. What's the subject? This is Beasts Up, everybody. What are you talking about? Do we know yet? Uh, well, I know. Well, Lil Platoon would know better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> will, will I? Ooh. Um, I, the oh, show, my friend. Do I know? I know. We haven't finalized these. I've just got a list of things that we you just could turn talk up, about. Don't you? But not, yeah, we just, well, we, we, I'll send a message later and <laughs> it'll be finalized by tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'll make a thumbnail. And Transformers. Good. Transformers could go in there. Yeah, there's there's that. There's stuff. Spy. Oh, I guess Spider Verse is still a thing. Indie Five's out soon. Aren't we having the uh, Provision? The guys on. Oh probably. yeah, the guys from Desolate Soul Studios are coming on because they are launching. Have launched, in fact, their comic run. So we will be helping. Oh, nice. Well, we'll be talking to them about nice. that and um, get the the lowdown on their creation and their campaign. So that will be one of them. Um, and then yeah, the rest is TBD. TBD. Okay, uh, movie. Appreciate you coming on, uh, Lord. Cheers, my friend. Thank you, Azilla. Uh, Catty, are you there? Oh, lesson. <laughs> lesson. Oh, lesson. Hi, nerds. I got him. Don't worry. <laughs> Catty, thank you, my friend. We'll see you next time. Um, chats. Um, that's it. We will see you Wednesday if um, we don't see you Wednesday. Or tomorrow even on BSUP, I'm sure we will be around next weekend. If you're in the UK, it's going to be Scorchio all week. Oh, so, God. I'm melting right now. <laughs> Scorchio, it's just wall-to-wall Scorchio all week. So uh, keep hydrated, everybody. I think that's it. We'll see you next time. Tell me bye. Bye. And bye. Bots, bye. piss off. Ha, ha, ha.